gotcha. Attack left lane. That happens to me and I work there. No. Just please, God, I just work here, man. Attack the gold fury. And I fed my brains out. There's the Dan I know. Group up. Oh, baby, a triple. And all I got was this t-shirt. Oh, you're fuzzy wuzzy. Let's not hurt them too bad. Let's make them scream! Attack left lane. Everybody goes right except for Dan, who dies alone and scared. It's exactly how I feel when I ask my jungler to do anything. Split push! Howdy, folks. Welcome to episode 27 of Split Push. Guys, I'm not it's gonna lie, I podcast. forgot to clap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You're the worst to go, human Dan. to human. Uh, well, anyway... Along with me tonight is, obviously, Dirtnap Dan. Hey, what's happening, everybody? And you already heard Yuki, too. Nope. And then there's Beagle Girl. What's up? Guy. What's up, everybody? And the wielder of the almighty hammer. It is the one, the only, Skillshot Avi. Hello, hello. Well, how are you doing today, huh? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Ah, oh, excited to have you on, man. You know, it's it's getting to be an exciting time in the pro season, is it not? Oh, yeah. I'm excited to be here. We're ramping up to HRX. All the prep work is going on right now. It is absolutely insane. Go this year. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah the, 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 move the, killed the date me. change uh, pretty much put the, the nails in the coffin for, for most of us with that, but... Yeah, it was so crazy. Like, some people were like, I'm never going to be able to go again if you keep doing this. You know, this is in the middle of whatever. But then a lot of other people who normally weren't able to go in January were like, oh my god, I can finally go. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, always going to win some, lose some. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. It was only this year. It'll be good after that. As long as it's the same time next year, I'll, I'll be good at it. <laughs> Yeah. Next it year it's going to be in January. Oh, oh, when was it announced later. this year? You know, it was just kind of like short timing and like, you know, we're was planning on January and then it's like, oh, you just lost how many months? Oh, and it's oh, yeah. Thanksgiving this year. Like, I kind of, you know, most of us already have Thanksgiving kind of fleshed out already for the year. And like, we felt that too. Like, even in the preparation process, we're now like, oh my God, we have so much less time to put this together because like that extra two months makes a huge difference when you're trying to plan something of that scale. So even yeah. we are like internally like, oh my god, why would we do this in November? Uh <laughs> Yep, well, you know, sometimes you just gotta rip that band-aid off though. So Oh yeah. I'm excited to have it a dream hack personally. Yeah, I think uh, uh who was it? Was it F dot, I think, when we had him on, he's like, Hey look, it's like we're at the big kids table now, you know? We're not at you know the little kids table, you know, at Thanksgiving. We're at the big big people table. <laughs> no more rainbow chairs and tiny tables. <laughs> Although Aww. I kind of would like the rainbow chairs just just for. I eat on a tiny table all the time. It's next to my computer. <laughs> I, I use. A well, stool. anyway, we're kind of getting away from from Avi here. So <laughs> why, don't, why don't you kind of tell the world a little bit about who you are and uh, your connections with Smite and what you do for it? Yes, absolutely. Um, so I am currently the community manager for Smite Esports. So I do all of our dealings with the SPL, all of our other leagues, our organizations, our players, our broadcasts, and most importantly, I meme on the Smite Pro Twitter. So whenever you see Smite Pro post something really dumb, like I have a lot of times this week, it's, it's me. It's all me. Um, but before I was doing this, uh, I was a games journalist. That's how I first got into the industry. And cool. during my tenure as a games journalist, I started out, you know, on like the indie, the RPG beats, you know, doing that good stuff. And 
eventually I got kind of burned out on that and uh, started looking for a different corner of the industry. And uh, a friend of mine, you know, I was really into MMOs. That's really all I played. Um, and a friend of mine introduced me to Smite. I got really, really into it, went to my first world championship a year later. Um, the year after that, I went as a journalist again. Um, I started covering Smite Esports pretty heavily. Um, I was actually, this, this isn't like a, a bragging thing. I, I feel weird even mentioning it, but, um, <laughs> I was actually the first person to break the story that the Allied had passed away. Um, and that was shortly before I left the industry. Um, but that was the kind of stuff I was doing. And, and, and Smite was the only thing that I like really, it was the only scene I really followed and really remained invested in because being a, being a game journalist will, uh, rob you of a lot of your love for, for the gaming industry for <laughs> sure. So, uh, Smite was the only thing I was still excited about. And, uh, when I decided that I wanted to leave the industry, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe I should work in esports. I'm going to see if I can, if I can find something in esports. And so it was just, it was kind of like perfect timing given the randomness of when I decided to, to quit my job. Um, but I found a job opening as a tournament admin for, uh, the high res studios esports department. And I did that for six months, worked another HRX as an admin. And then a couple of months later, uh, became the community manager and, and started doing this. And, and, uh, it's been a ride. That, that's high five. You know, I just, to me, getting, you know, a game or, or a job in the game industry when you're a gamer is just like, you know, the dream per se. You know? Oh, yeah. I, I still work, you know, I'm, I'm your local farmer's agent, you know, bump, 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 but, you know, I get to at least get to do this podcast. It's not a job, but you know, it, it feels like a, a part-time job at times with the amount of effort <laughs> and, and work that goes into it. Oh, absolutely. But it's more like a hobby for me because I, I just love it. It's so much fun. I mean, I've learned so much about editing and, and, you know, computers and networking and all that fun stuff. And it's just been a blast. So I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. Anytime but, you get to do more with gaming than just play the game. I, I yeah. love it. I've always been a bit of a nerd with that. I mean, from tracking stats, playing football games and, you know, all kinds of weird different things. You know, I always kind of took games to the next level. My wife always makes fun of me. You know, I I still have notebooks from like Madden 05 where, you know, I, well, here's here's my three seasons I played through as the Redskins. And, <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't say anything. I've got like literal <laughs> stacks of notebooks where I've been planning out Stardew Valley Farms. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Heck, I mean, even me and a good friend started our own board game company. And, you know, I, I've done play test of this massive war game that we have. And it literally, like, like a three inch ring binder is one game of notes. Oh, my God. Like, my wife's like, you're crazy. I'm like, I love it. And, that's you know, not a notebook. That's a tome. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> it is you know, a tome. But, you know, you got to make sure that shit's right. You know, so people enjoy the game when you produce it. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's talk about some games that have been going on this week. And I'm going to throw it over to Yuki first. I'm sure he's probably going to want to talk about a certain arena game at, at some point or another. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> We're starting with the arena game. <laughs> I thought you might like to. <laughs> oh, goodness. So this was, haven't been playing a lot this week. Uh, still working those late hours. Still coming home and kind of just drooling on my keyboard. Watching shiny lights happen and not much else. But, uh. Sitting there, we're like, yeah, we should, uh, we should totally just play Arena and try to get these three, uh, first ones of the day. So, Arena, short timer, hop in the Arena. All right, this is going in a good direction. I like what I'm seeing here. And 
it was just the entire time was us cackling going what is this game um i know we see it a lot on our end as far as i'll get a little game here in a little second but i know we see a lot on a lot on our end as far as like the when you're in a large group matchmaking gets really weird and these kids were us the way we feel most of the time they were just they were trying their hearts out you had an Ares chasing a Kukulkan around the map, trying to kill him. Um, it <laughs> he was, couldn't catch me. It was just, it was just run at him and laugh. I'm trying to actually pull up the game. It's doing weird things. Don't you? Well, love I can stuff go over the rosters things? for you. Oh, real there quick. it goes. It updated. I got it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I was playing Chuck because I'm like, I'm gonna play Chuck. I'm gonna throw axes on people and. uh a guy here normally doesn't play assassins, but he goes dodgy, and I, I knowingly guy let you know something. I knowingly went, oh, he's gonna kill him. Throw axe, walk away, <laughs> steal the kill. Just, yeah. I mean, just, oh, it was That's so my much whole fun. Repertoire of assassins, right there, dodgy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was just rush breastplate because this is gonna be funny. Uh, I ended up with, um, oh, what is it, medallion. But our talisman of energy and shield of regrowth. So just speeding around the map at a hundred miles an hour, chasing down Thor, he'd teleport away, and you just walk that walk him back down and kill him. Uh, throwing axes, getting him in the doorway to the base. It was it was just went nine. No, it was just a crazy game. Um, yeah, just, <laughs> these poor guys. They were trying. We had that. Uh, we had one random with us who was Cabracken. Yeah, and we looked at the the enemy team, which was Ares, Thor, Medusa, Kukulain, and who was the other one? Because it's not showing the god Pele. Pele, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, on paper their team looked pretty solid, and we kind of looked a little helter skeltered. And it starts off the very first push when I'm playing Kukulkan in arena. I go get blue buff. I immediately go out to the center and clear that first wave immediately. I, I'm hitting them with basics before they group up. I get my whirlwind down as soon as they do. I throw my one in there. And then I turn and immediately go for that second wave coming in. And this time I was, they, the enemy team cleared slow. So I had that cleared. My whole team's like, oh, we're fighting up here. Okay. We actually got our entire first wave in the portal. That Very just nice. That just doesn't happen. I don't know what happened with them clearing the buffs. I don't know, but it was funny. And then we got three siege minions in. At one point, there's two, and they're like, "We're going to body block the siege minion." I'm like, "No, I'm just going to blink in here and ult with shock and convince you to walk away." Yeah. Did I got my, the first two kills of the game were a double kill with a cuckoo alt. My. Kills three through six was uh they were trying to run back to their fountain Cabracken alted and trapped three of them in it. I'm just I was right behind them. I'm like, oh, hit triangle. There's a triple kill. Yeah, uh, it was just it was wrong. And then the end of the game, the, the Ares, as Yuki said, was just he didn't care. He was just going to kill me, and he was just running at me and running at me, and I'm just getting away again and again. And the, as the game's coming to an end, he's running at me, and I'm real low health. I'm like. But I'm away. I turn around. I autumn knock him up in the air. The Cabracken kills him. And, and then I waddled away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we followed up. We tried to get another first win in Assault. Oh. Assault does not like us. We used to play almost exclusively Assault. And now we just, it's like, we can't get a team. You can't get a team. It's just, 
we we lost it was pretty bad i had humbots on one of them i tried my best but you were lagging pretty hard that match though i was lagging really hard with him i ended up with two warriors and three assassins it was the worst game ever yeah, yeah, that, that, just that game was stomped. Yeah. I can't imagine re-rolled. how that could go wrong. <laughs> oh, we went from it was we went from three warriors and two assassins, re-rolled them all into three assassins and two warriors. Yeah. Uh, Rerolls didn't favor re- us. Yeah. And to round out the night, trying to get that last first win, me, Dan, and Guy go into a joust. We're gonna do this. Um they ended up surrendering at 10, not because we were kicking their ass. I've, none of us, I think, came up with a legitimate reason for them to surrender. But Guy was on op watch. Dan had Huyi, and I was playing uh, Ganesh against Kabrakin, Chiron, and op watch. So the the teams were, were fairly balanced. One wasn't super, super ridiculous for a Joust map. But... The Cabracan would just run at people, and I was doing my best to get in front of them. I don't know. I genuinely don't know why they quit. I don't think they had lost at any point in that game. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and it was it was, it was like directly at ten minutes, and it was like I don't know. Maybe they were salting out on each other on VGS or something. But I something I don't know why they quit. It was literally like four kills to five kills or something. Oh, and now that I look back on it. It's the the Cabracan was a uh, rocket power. We've played against him a bunch because I always comment about his name and how great the TV show was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The once once I got good at reading what that Cabracken was doing, it was dashing it when he hit his one dash into it, knock him up, followed up with the silence so he can't chase down people. But it's just I don't know why they surrendered, but we won, so I'll take it. I didn't get a third win at all this week so far. <laughs> I didn't get any wins this week, so. Oof. He I got to play one game this week. One game. <laughs> and it did not How'd go that... well. Oh, it was oh, so it bad. Well. Well, no. Tell us about it. So I was... Uh, a friend of mine is one of our uh, streamers on the uh, Smite Game Mixer channel. And uh, we were like, I was like, hey, I'll pop on to a game, you know, before your stream slot ends. And so a couple of other people who stream for us, you know, Finch, Jiffins, one of my mods, you know. We all hopped in. We were like, we'll just do a four-man arena real quick. It'll be, it'll be whatever. And as I want to do when I play arena, I pick Kukulkin because I just want them to watch me win and then watch me snake snake. Um, but I don't think, I don't think I hit my one the entire game. Like, <laughs> I used it a lot, but I don't think I ever hit it. I did not hit an ult. This, this was the first time I had played Smite in... Oh god, it's been almost three months. It's shameful how long wow. it's been. Um, and I don't know. It was just, it was one of those bad days. I was very rusty. And <laughs> I don't think I hit an auto. I definitely didn't hit an ult or my one. And I fed my brains out. I feel like that after like two days. Yeah. 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 Smite, <laughs> Smite definitely will punish you with skill decay if you take mm-hmm. breaks. Yeah. yeah no doubts about that. And I feel so, so bad too, because I'm like, it's it's literally my job to know this stuff inside and out. But then I'm like, <laughs> I spent so much time in broadcast and trying to do like the actual esports things that I can't focus on the actual ins and outs of the game. I miss it. <laughs> so since you're a fan of the worm, uh Polynomicon on Cuckoo, yay or nay? I'll build it sometimes. I don't oh, mind I, it. The follow-up because the you animation cancel the uh, cuckoo's one with when you auto attack, you can animation cancel it. 
So they'll hit at almost the same time. So if you hit the one, you're guaranteed to hit the Polynomicon Auto afterwards. That's a two for one deal. And I like deals. It's a lot, so. it's a lot of damage. You know, <laughs> it's that's what I like to do. I do like a lot of damage. Like that's that's my whole play style. I'm either gonna go really, really, really safe, really tanky, like true support, or glass cannon. A hundred percent. There's no in between. Yeah, I kind of have that problem. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, I'm too tanky, and it's just like, oh, I can't do any damage, or I do too much damage and not enough tank. But when I find that sweet spot, I know how to roll with it, that's for sure. How about you, Dan? How have your games been this week? My games have been fairly interesting. Uh, They've either been very hit or very miss. Um, Such miss, much wow. Uh, The first one I want to talk about was a game where I played Odin. Uh, We we, we always have this, this issue with warriors where if we build the offense first, we we feed our brains out and die. But if an enemy warrior builds offense first, they destroy us and everything we've ever hoped for and dreamed about. But this game was different. Um, I ended the game 29, 6, and 19. Um, and I went uh, in order. I went Attacker's Blessing, Jotun's Wrath, Warrior Tab, I Void Shield, Mantle of Discord, Soul Leader, and then sold the Blessing for Spirit Robe. And they had an entire team of people that could not get out of my cage except for Kukulane. And I just waited for him to jump and then put the cage down. Because then even if he raged out, he didn't get a second jump. He was stuck. And uh, yeah, you could say I capitalized on a lot. Uh, I think I was 10-0 and 0 within like the first eight minutes of the game. And so you could say I was a little ahead. And, uh, yeah, it it was really fun. It was really fun. And Soul Eater was hilarious. I would get down to, like, no hit points, and then I would just shield up and bird bomb back in on three people and have half my health bar back. And I was like, all right, good to go. Let's go. Cool. Keep going. Uh, that was, that was a really good game. We had a Pele that built way too tanky and not enough damage, so it lasted a long time, but that was fine with me. Because, uh, yeah, 29 kills, that's a fun game. Um definitely fun (laughs) um today i logged on and was like oh god i gotta try and get these first wins nobody's home so i gotta do it by my damn self oh so i uh jumped in a clash played rom went 6-0 and 10 that was a really fun game i had a really really good team uh they all played really well we had a pele bacchus sun wukong uh chunga and me as rom they even had a loki on the enemy team and i didn't die I just want to point that out again. There was a Loki on the enemy team, <laughs> and I didn't die as a hunter. I felt so good. Um, I hit. Almost... I've heard stories about that happening, but I've never seen it in real life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I should put it on YouTube, and like, it should get a million hits because that's just not a thing. Um, I hit like almost all my ROM alts. I even hit Loki three times while he was invisible. Oh wow! Yeah. I was on Look at point. You. I was on. I don't know what happened, but I decided that today I was going to play my heart out. <laughs> um, Turn that aimbot on. Yeah, yeah, basically. But uh, uh, we won't talk about that part in front of the community manager. Come on. <laughs> um, Listen, I have GM. I have all the hacks. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was like, all right, we won that clash and it went well. So I hopped into an arena for the shortest queue 
and I played Neath, and Yuri had hopped in with me, and uh, that was really fun. I went 15, 3, and 9, and there <laughs> there was this poor Al Kwong and Sir Ket, both of them, on the enemy team. They focused me so hard, and I only ended up dying three times. I bought, I bought Trans, Heartseeker, into Crusher Jotun's Hydras, and yeah, you could say they weren't very happy with me. Um, my alts were hitting for like 900 damage with crusher ticks and then uh, yeah they, they just couldn't figure out a way to get to me and anytime they did I just backflipped and you know my backflip did like half their health because of heart seekers so I was like yeah this is this is working this is pretty fun um, I was hitting all my basics I was like man what's going on with me today and then I played a Joust and went 0 oh, and 5 as Hercules. And I was like, there's the Dan I know. There's the Dan I know. <laughs> there it I is. Have this there it is. Nearly unkillable God. Yeah. 0 oh, and 6. Yeah. It Man, was not. Speaking of being focused, like, I. The, the arena game that I played that was just horrible, like, part of the reason it was horrible was because I forgot when I logged on that I still have high res in my name. I've been meaning to change this for, like, a while, but I just haven't gotten around to it because I haven't played. And because, like, when I first started working at high res, y'all, I was so excited. I was I was so happy to be here. I, like, changed my in-game name. I changed my Discord. I changed everything. And oh, then yeah. I got like two games in with Hi-Rez Avi in my name. And I was like, this sucks, man. <laughs> Everyone hates me. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> hating on me. Stop killing me. Um, just please, God, I just work here, man. Yeah, I just work here. No, no, don't do it. Um, I'm sorry. We won't make any more neat skins. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had a lot of fun games. I had a, another good game as Hu Yi and a Joust. And that was... That was definitely a fun one. I love Hu Yi on Joust because I, I know like all the best triple bound spots. And man, when they step in it, do they get punished. I don't let, let me ask. anybody out. Did, uh, did you kill another Ymir in his ult this week? No, no. This time, uh, <sighs> although I did have oh, one you... game where I was getting my booty hole stomped and I was Hu Yi, but it was against a Fenrir. I'm sure everybody remembers that game. <laughs> uh, everybody <laughs> involved. Funny. Uh, but the one time he jumped on me without stun, he jumped on me in that little tiny area between Phoenix and base, <laughs> and I insta-killed him with a triple, and I was like, oh baby, a triple! It felt so good. I was like, I hate you, Fenrir. Stop eating me. I thought we agreed to not talk about that game. Uh, I, I just mentioned it real quick. Real quick, like. Um, and then, I think there was one more that I really wanted to talk about. Oh, it was definitely the arena. I can't forget to put my input <laughs> on in the arena. So we're starting up the game, and it's Kukulkan, Chalk, Kabraken, and Dodgy. And I, I, I just pick Vulcan. And Yuki's like, really, Dan? You're going to pick a Vulcan here? And I'm like, trust me, I got this. 7-1 and 29 assists later. I was the best Vulcan ever. What are you talking about? Uh, that game was yeah, insane. It was 12 minutes was, long. We won by points in 12 minutes. That's insane. Yeah. You know what? The, the final score of that game was 279 to zero. Yeah. I mean, it was. Oh, my God. Yeah. I we didn't treat them with any the respect. Ever. We we did not fold their towels. We did not leave little chocolates. We were mean. Um, I stole a bathrobe. Uh, see? 
I took a bottle of shampoo, not gonna lie, for that Vulcan beard. Needs the uh needs that shiny sheen. <laughs> Gotta have it. Um and you know, it was so much fun, dude. Every time they tried to go on anybody, I'd just meatball them off. And that time Yuki uh Yuki chalk alted them in the, against their fountain when they were trying to body block the minion. They were just silent standing in front of the minion and I went, Oh, meatball. They both went flying in different directions and the siege went in and I'm like, Yeah, that's satisfying. <laughs> I think we all saved Guy I think we all saved Guy a couple of times. It was great. Oh yeah. Dude, you, you saved me that one time. I mean it was I didn't just squirrel away from that areas on my own. There was definitely some team help involved yeah. with that. Oh man, and I hit so many alts in that game too. That poor Hera. She was just <laughs> absorbing. Me. She was what like, hit me with about. it. Do it again. That's who it was. It was Hera. It wasn't, it wasn't Pale. Oh, yeah. It was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Hera. You're right. I am right. I, I kind of just randomly remembered that because I remember seeing I her go, is that another Vulcan alt? Well, I'll hit my three and at least not die. <laughs> yeah, that no, was I think one, one of my favorite moments aside from the multi-kills with my alts was they, like three of them was coming out of Fountain and I hit them all for like 900 damage and they all just went back in. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> yeah, you okay, stay well, in there. I, I thought I was going to leave my fountain, but you know what? I changed my mind. Um, I'll be right back. All right. And they come out the other side and peek. That's that's about all my games for the week that I have to talk about. Guy, how are your games? I'm sure you have many riveting stories with intense, immaculate detail. You you know it. You always know it. Uh, I played some Smite. I did I some played things. some Smite, did some stuff, you know. Uh Played some mid lane, you know. We like actually we had a uh, arena game earlier in the week. It was me, Dan, Yuri, and Vio, and we had a random with us. And uh, we made these guys surrendered in ten minutes, but the final score was twenty nine zero. I mean, it, it was it was a rough one. I had dodgy that game also. I think I was nine and zero. Yeah, it was one of them. I just arena's so weird. I just I think it has a hard time matching you up with the proper groups, proper level groups. So I either stomp them down or get stomped. Yeah, you're either popping off or getting spanked in arena. There's no in between. Is that the one where I built Achilles with like transcendence and all kinds of crazy dumb shit? Yeah, I told you to go shirtless. Take your shirt off and build like a assassin. Yeah, I see it. Transcendence, Crusher, Glad Shield. Yeah, I was being mean. I'm sorry for anybody that was on the enemy team. I really did feel bad. Not really at all. Yeah, that was a rough one for them. <laughs> but uh, other than that, really, that's about it. I didn't really play a lot. We just recorded like four days ago, so I really haven't had a lot of time to play anyways. So, like I said, right. that's about it. What about old Beagle there? All right. Um, I do have a couple good games. Um... One was two days ago. It was me, Dan, and Dicey in a joust, and we decided to go double hunter, me and Dan. Uh, I was Neath, and Dan was Huyi, and Dicey was Pabrak. And I went 7-0 and 10 that game. That game was only 12 minutes. They had um, Medusa, Geb, and I think Ahara, right? I believe so. Yeah, you can't see it. Yeah. And all I had was Transcendence, Boots, Heartseeker, and Jotuns. So, I didn't have too much, but <laughs> I still went 7-0 and 10, and it was just hilarious because I kept stealing kills with my ult. Every time, I'd, like, run away because I'm low health. Oh, Dan's about to kill someone. Sniped. 
Mm-hmm. We've been playing a lot of Joust <laughs> like that. <laughs> Just Double Hunter and Dicey playing Cabracken. And I played a Siege the other day, and for once, for the first time in ever, I won. We won. That's because I don't play Dan Siege. Was Rom and uh, Rom and Cabracken. And I was chalked with a random Aphrodite, and let's just say, she was actually good. Like, we did great. And even though I was not trying to build damage, I went 3-0 and 8, and we won. And then my last game was actually a game we played earlier. I was Scylla in a clash, and I was just doing so horrible, I just couldn't hit anyone. I was just having a really bad game. And the Neath on our team, when we killed the the Kumba, he went into his passive. And we were both shooting at her, and then she stopped to let me take the kill. And I said thanks and walked away. And then she was. That was the only kill I got the entire game. But I had like 14 assists. But it was a very easy win. 16 minutes long, so... Still fun, but that's about it. That's all I got. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like when Dan was playing that Odin. I was playing support um, Poseidon. Yeah, thank you, Dan. <laughs> yep. Support Poseidon because I was like, all right, got him, and Dan kills him. All right, got himself set up, and Dan kills him. They're in my whirlpool. Dan was still oh, everybody's man. kills that game. Hey, Dude, just because I'm a one... god doesn't mean it's a stole kill. I'm just saying. Yeah. I I literally <laughs> trapped the Athena. I literally trapped the enemy Athena between her tower and the wall in my whirlpool. She had like no health. And I'm like, finally, I'm going to get a. Nope, someone came over and bopped her. I'm like, really? Feels bad, man. It was me. It was me. That's how I got close to killing someone. I knew Dan was going to come over and kill. I I just expected it after a while. I'm like, oh, here, wait. He's low. He's about to die. My last tick's going to hit him. No, there comes Dan. Hey, sometimes you just got to style on him, you know? Get almost 30 kills in a game. But there's, I just had a quick few things here I want to throw out for my games of the week. Uh, so one, we, we, Guy mentioned it. We got to play with a long time whammy and a long time, uh, member of our discord, the king of the little guys himself, because Dan never held up to his end of the bargain. He was too furious, Vio. too strong. Yes, he definitely was. You might have called him in one of our, uh, early little uh, community section uh, interviews, which might be making a comeback here soon. But uh, we got to play a couple games with him. So um, once was, oh, uh, we were playing in Arena. He was Ur and I was Artemis. And I was just, it was one of those games where I was popping off. I mean, I it was just like, yeah, sometimes your aim's on and sometimes not, you know, it, you know, come when you're my skill, you know, it's just either you're on or you're not, like Dan said. And it was one of those games where I was on, I think it was this game had an enemy, uh, Chablanque in it, and he did his dash, and I did not miss a shot throughout the entirety of his dash as I'm spinning around and trying to follow him with it. I say trying, but I, I, I did and, and got the kill. And it was just like, yeah, buddy, keep, keep dreaming. Um, and then we played a conquest, and again he went in. Vio went in as Uller, and I went in as his support Kumba, and we were just again just messing. No, 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 no. I was Uller that game. He wasn't Uller. Yeah, 
Dan was Uller, and <laughs> Via went in as a carry Mercury, and oh my god, we were just beating the snot out of him in our lane. It was so funny. I'm like, I've never seen this before, but I'm willing to go with it. I'm an aggressive Kumba. He's an aggressive, you know, carry, right? Sure, let's do it. And we did it. And it was just, you know, I, again, we had some some great games with him. It was great to finally play with him uh, in that aspect. Um, oh, yeah. The other game I wanted to bring up was, uh, it was another arena that we were playing where I was in as Ares. And they all had, like, cooldown, uh, or I'm sorry, a CC immune alts. They almost all had beads. And I'm just like, well, I'm going to go full cooldown here and just up the hell out of them. And there was this one time I went over as they had fled into their base. And I'm like, you know, I wonder how many are right inside the wall here. And I audited. And I I should have went back and checked the footage. But I think I pulled three or four out. Pretty and sure we just three. killed them all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sure. It was just funny. It was a beautiful time because I dropped my whole kid as op wash on them as they got pulled out, too. <laughs> <laughs> and hit them with their ult, they were just instantly dead, all of them. Uh, yeah, it was just funny because I've been, you know, I'm just dropping alts left and right, and you know, because typically you get one because between all of them having a CC immune alt and and beads, you're not getting to getting them too often, you know. But got just happened to get a handful there, and it, it, that was just great. The other thing I learned is uh, I did qualify for duels. Finally, I started off strong, <laughs> I finished weak. Uh, I also learned though Anubis is a first ban. Yeah, I'm I'm done fighting Anubises. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. warriors just kick my ass. I'm like, you know what? I, I've been trying to play Izzy and, and focus on it, but you know, warrior just has to hit me with one ability, and I'm like, oh, I'm dead. Okay, that that's nice. I've been hitting them for the last thirty seconds and killing them slowly but surely, and then they just look at me and I'm dead. Like, okay, I need to move on and find somebody else to play. In duel, so maybe if I continue down that road, I will research that a little bit more. But where'd you yeah, qualify? Ah, uh, good old bronze one. Bronze so. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only second time I've ever qualified for duel, and it's probably about roughly the I don't know, and maybe I've played about twenty to twenty-five games in my career of it. So I don't feel bad about nah. finishing up there. So I had some you. good games and some close losses, too. I think I've played three games of Duel my entire three years of Smite. Anyway, that's going to wrap up our games of the week here, and I am going to toss things over to Avi here. She's got some uh, some stuff she wants to tell you all about with the SPL stuff coming up here. Yes, indeed. It is the most exciting time of the Smite Woo! eSports season. Busy time for us. You guys just get to enjoy, you know, all the good stuff. Um, so next Saturday, actually, we have the SCL placement land coming up. Uh, we have two Xbox teams that have already qualified directly to the Smite Console Wars at HRX. But the two spots left, uh, there are four teams that have to fight for them. So we are bringing our uh, two Xbox teams and two PS4 teams. Um, I should know their names off the top of my head, but I don't, and I didn't take good notes. Um, but we'll have two Xbox teams, two PS4 teams there, and they are going to do some cross-platform play. 
um, at the Collins Awards at DreamHack, um, but we will only be sending uh, two teams out of the placement round, one Xbox, one PS4, to meet those other two Xbox teams uh, at HRX. And then after that, uh, we have the placement round, the HRX placement round. That's happening November 5th through November 10th. It's a lot like Super Regionals was last year, sort of, kind of. Um, but it's a much bigger event. Uh, we will have 14 teams in total. We have uh, the bottom four SPL teams for each region, the top one SGS team for each, reason, each region, and then the top one SML team for each region as well. They're all coming to the Skillshot Media Studios here in Atlanta, and uh, they will be playing five days of a double elimination bracket <laughs> to see who will get the last four spots in the main bracket at DreamHack. And then, of course, it all culminates November 16th through the 18th. DreamHack Atlanta, Smite World Championships, Smite Console World Championships. It's going to be insane. We're really excited. Yeah, I have the days requested. So. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you know if you guys are having like the uh, Coca-Cola watch parties like you've done in the past years? So like from what years? I've heard, we're not doing anything um, Coke specific, but we are setting up several viewing parties across the U.S. Okay. All right. Uh I'm excited. I don't. I'll admit, I don't watch a lot of the SPL during the regular season as much, but I do enjoy, you know, the big events. You know, that's a lot of fun. It's a great place to learn. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that too. I mean, I, these guys are really good and they're really worth your time. If you want to get better at this game, give them a watch because you can learn a lot from them. But don't oh, try yeah. and do everything they do. Oh no! Oh no! No! <laughs> Please don't do like, it in my I, games. <laughs> When, when I was an admin, you know, like be, being a tournament admin, you're usually sitting on the stage or in like our player booths, like directly behind a player. So you always get to watch them sort of firsthand and like see what they do as they do it. And I would always like just pick a player on a team, sit behind them and then just watch just in total awe. Because the game that they're playing is not the game that I'm playing. <laughs> it is not. 100%. It's just not. <laughs> I used to sit behind uh, Baskin when he was still on SSG. I used to just sit behind him and just watch and just be honestly astounded. Yeah, the stuff they do in that, I I mean, I I will always remember this one specific play that I saw because it was one of the few I did actually watch live. And it was when, I, I don't remember who it was or the teams or anything, but Atera purposefully blocked an entire Merkle with her pillar and i was just like that was oh jeff Hinla. My god yeah jeff Hinla. i was like that dude. was jeff Hinla. like oh god my bless god. that man when am i gonna Dan, get to we're that lucky if we get the pillar to come up on the map dude <laughs> jeff is insane like the greatest honor of my smite career was just i got my ass beat but i got to play in a game against jeff Hinla. And it's that that's that's the highlight. That's it. That's as good as it gets for me. <laughs> you killed me. Yay. <laughs> it's like I died. I fed my brains out. But Jeff Hidla, he was there. Get a t shirt that says, I fed my brains out to Jeff Hidla. <laughs> and all I got was this t shirt. <laughs> yeah, all I got was this t shirt. Oh, there you go. Come into a retail shop near no one. So you said uh, they're going to be doing some cross-platform playing in the uh, console wars? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. It's very exciting. Here? 
I can't talk about any of our 2019 <laughs> stuff, but it's so <laughs> exciting. I'm so ready. We're going to make all of our big esports announcements during DreamHack, as, as we always do. But yes, for the first time ever, we are going to have crossplay for our console players. And I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. That's really I mean, awesome. Like, you know, the PS4 League is kind of new. It's, I think it's going to take them some time to get their feet under them and like really find their like true talent and, and, uh, and all of that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, they haven't but... picked me up yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't pick you up for a McDonald's date, Dan. Yeah. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Aw, feels bad, man. But our Xbox players, you know, they're always like, we're the better console. We, you know, we're, we just are, we just are superior. And uh, I would, I would love to see a PS4 team kind of, kind of kick them just a little bit. Yeah, that'd be nice. Spank them just a little bit. Represent. This, this was their first year with, I mean, I guess the what almost the first six months of a PS4 Pro scene, right? Uh yeah, we started back in June, so yeah, it it, it oh, hasn't yeah, even true. been half a year. They are, they are wee little babies on the Smite scene. We'll see what happens next year when they get their when the teams get their shit together. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're all still waiting for him to do that, but yeah. Nice. All right, so we're also going to talk this week about a necessary darkness, which is update here point five point two. Yeah, five point two zero. There we go. I can talk. No, you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't start that again. That was a whole Dang. episode. That was a whole episode it. of nobody could say a word correctly. <laughs> Dude, we were so bad that episode. It was bad. There. So anyway, Yuki, you want to lead us off here into ye old patch notes? Yeah. So this is 520, as you mentioned, Necessary Darkness. It should be Necessary Evil because, uh, I mean, half the skins are nice, nice, dark, scary skins. They did a really good job here. The art team, even for their 7,000th Neath skin. Still really good, um. So I'm 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 still gonna buy it. But <laughs> we're gonna start off. Ardio Fiend Hunter Ardio. Uh, this skin is just absolutely nuts. The the beast form instead of it being a bear is more like a a cocko demon or something along those lines. It's just awesome. She's got this Victorian. Um, what's a good way to think about it? Like the Van Helsing movie, that kind of mm-hmm. you know. It's just, it's great. The animations are green. She's face covered up. The white hair with that big ponytail coming off the back. It looks great. Yeah, it I, looks like every character I tried to make when I was playing MMO, MMOs. Right, it's what yeah, it looks I was like. Say, like it, looks, it looks like the dream character <laughs> that you try to make. Yeah, it looks, it looks like my wife's tank from ESO. Very close. Uh, next one, making fun of it, but Moonlit Neath uh, looks good. She, the horns, the bow, everything. She's kind of got this, uh, like, dark elf harpy look going on. A little sassy. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, it's another Neath skin. But, uh, not to pick on Neath. I just, let's, let's spread the skin love. Okay, let's get on with the good skin. Yes. Yes, yes. Dragon please. Doggo Kukulkan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This oh, skin. Oh. Wait. I don't know. I just don't know. Oh. Sacred Dragon, like Sacred Dragon Kukulkan is my favorite skin. Probably like top three favorite skins in the game, right? And I thought I would never play another Kukulkan skin. I was like, this is it. This is the skin for me. <laughs> Celebration. All of that good stuff. And then I saw the Dragon Doggo. I was sitting <laughs> on the desk at Patch Notes when I saw the reveal of that because I didn't read my email. Um <laughs> <laughs> as 
no, I had no idea that we were doing it. Well, and you didn't I forget to it. read your email. You wanted your your uh, reaction is to be natural. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. I, of course. I, the things I do for this community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw it and I'm sitting there on the desk and I'm like, oh my God, this is so precious. I like squealed into the mic. I think I might have uh, <laughs> impacted the hearing of a couple of people in production. <laughs> but I love it. It's so cute. I love it. I like this theme of this year's Halloween themes not being scary or spooky characters, but just characters in <laughs> costumes. Or in this case, a character being a costume, which is kind of freaky if you think about it. <laughs> Somewhat, this dog is wearing Kukulkan. <laughs> this dog has skinned Kukulkan. How powerful <laughs> is that wiener dog? <laughs> it's great. The yep. animations look great. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, convention 2019 servers coming on uh, even for pretty much just being a reskin it looks really good the red with the the bluish white for all of the the color and glowing and animations looks really good i think it's one of the better convention skins we've had since i've started playing yeah the art team's Terror- really doing a hot job yeah mm-hmm. terabyte looks great with this like dystopian cyberpunk look uh, I'm loving all the cyber skins that we're getting. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people are tired of them, but I just, I'm, I'm so into like the cyberpunk aesthetic. And yeah. I just, I love all of them. Like, Pixel Discordio, when we did that one, that one was incredible. And now we have <laughs> Terabyte, and Terabyte's amazing. Can we just yeah, talk Pac-Man about her voice pack, the though? There's more important things to talk about, Dan. That Russian accent, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a ginger, so everybody wins. Yeah. yeah, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, Yuki's going to like this <laughs> yep. As a ginger, I will say that everybody does win when a ginger is involved. It, it's true. <laughs> Most of the ginger with all of the souls, but everybody does win. Uh, this Huyi skin, man. Oh, it's been a long time since who, since who you got a really good skin. This is incredible. Do you oh. like owls, though? That voice line yes. oh got me God. so when good. I, when I heard that in the patch notes, I was 2,000% sold when I saw it, and I was shut up and take my money when I heard that. I laughed yeah. my ass off. I had to pause <laughs> the video. I was dying. I, I had to rewind it like four times just to hear it again. I was so yeah. hyped. I love it. And then probably, I mean, Raw's our next one with Phoenix Raw. Um this might take the spot. I've just played a little bit. This this Phoenix Roskin might take best Roskin. Yeah, it dude. it's mm-hmm. not only is it a really good skin, but it's a raw skin. Like it is so raw. Yeah. It's it's not a holiday skin, it's not a themed skin. It it is it is just fantastic. I mean this this skin just rocks. Can, can oh, I be really yeah. honest about my thoughts on this skin? Mm-hmm. When I first saw this one, I love it. This skin is amazing. But when I first saw it, the only thing I could think was, how long is it going to take before this ends up in a bunch of bad tattoos and merchandising <laughs> advertisements <laughs> like Raw America did? Like, how long is it going to take? Not long. <laughs> Not long at all now. Matter of fact, someone's going to listen to this and be like, oh, that would be a good tattoo. <laughs> oh. Give them a week. They'll tweet you. <laughs> I better get credit, whoever it is. Copyrighted right here. Copyright split pitch podcast. So we're gonna move yeah. on to uh Harris Odyssey's up next here. Uh for the purchasable items and bonus items. We're getting Fiend Hunter Audio, Moonlit Scout, Neath 
Startled Peacock Global Emote Hera's Companion Recall Skin are the purchasable items. So that's going to be your Ardeo skin and your Neath skin will be direct purchasable. The rest of them will be in that chest. Let's talk about this. So last year when they got done with the Odyssey chest, I was zero items remaining in the chest. And there's already like 20 in there. It's just... It was wacky. I was like, all right, I got to start this year. I got a head start by completing it last year and, you know, keeping, you know, on top of the skins I wanted, but not going crazy. There's like 30 items in the chest and that general Nostra skin will be mine at some point. And the bonus item is the Dragon Doggo Kukulkan. So go for that bonus. I can't, I'm going to have to figure out how to get that. Dan's going to, Dan, I don't know how you're going to make money, but I, I can see you doing it. Um, I can find a corner for that. I'll do anything. I need that skin. That's that's too adorable. Can't help it. Everybody uh, wants five. their lawn mode, and where else to set up a stand to set, like mow lawns and sell lemonade than the corner? I don't know what y'all are thinking, but I, I, I would you go with the sell home, lemonade. I would go with the Home oh, Depot. Yang grapes. Uh, I might. I <laughs> yeah. might have a pack of grapes just in case I get any uh, smart Alex. You know. <laughs> Um, and then this, they've got the Season 5 HRX Digital Loot Pack this year is the 2019 Cerberus Convention Skin, Terabyte, Terra, the Hunter Hui, and Phoenix Raw. So pretty much the with the exception of the Cuckoo Skin, this is where, like, I'd say the stronger skins are in. So definitely, if you're looking to get most of this patch, the loot pack is going to be the way to go. Uh, loadout items are Phoenix Ro- uh, Phoenix Fire Fountain Effect, uh, SWC Phoenix Fire Jump Stamp, SWC Rocket Announcer Pack, Dark Wave Music Theme, which sounds really good. This is one of the better ones. What was that last one, The Dan? The last music theme? Uh, Lo-Fi Beats, that one. Yeah. So that's two for two here recently with the with the music themes being really on point. Yeah, I, the I had to have the Lo-Fi Beats. That was, it sounded so good. Once I played the sample, I was sold. Yep. And then Agro and Taco announcer packs for those of you who are fans of the SPL, oh, yeah, high-res awesome. Agro and high-res Taco. Dude, they better have taken our advice and, and done good Quadra and Pentakill calls. I don't know. I heard uh, um, I heard Agro's little... little uh, Little sample, and that was really good, you know, on the uh, on the patch note show. Oh, it was so hype! I I couldn't contain all of the hype. <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, would you want aggro doing your pentakill or aggression? I'm thinking aggression better have come out for the at least. Oh, the aggression all the, the way! <laughs> yeah. If it's just regular old aggro telling me I got a pentakill, I'm going to be disappointed. Like, is it even <laughs> worth it at that point? That's true. I mean. I'm surprised they didn't just call it the aggression. The you kind of got a point. That would have been hype. That would have been cool. No, that that that, that, that announcer pack's coming down. There, that right? way he can <laughs> take a, he can take credit for your pentakill. Yeah, basically. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome for that pentakill. <laughs> and then miscellaneous to round out the loot pack this year: 750 fantasy points and a divine chest roll. So That's pretty a good fat loot pack. Yep. Solid skins this year. Again. 
Uh, yeah. Project Olympic that yeah, Project Olympus was a quick little UI update. Escape menu has been updated artistically and functionally. Um, so that means when it hits console, it'll be artistic and dysfunctional. Oh, <laughs> 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 the the UI the UI bugs have been really wonky. So I don't know about Xbox, but on PlayStation, we've been we had this problem for the longest time. Where if you played a game and somebody gets on, you're like, let's go play Smite. Everybody in the party had to restart the application. Yep. That was really fun, having to restart the <laughs> oh, app man, literally fast. like five to six times a day. <laughs> it was so Just to invite hey, people. Hey, we, we broke our minimize button on PC for a little while. That was fun. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that it's was It's like, really oh, fun. you've opened Spike? Congratulations. You're stuck here forever. You live here now. Welcome to the battleground. Gotcha. Welcome to the battleground, bitch. I, I can't imagine, really, like... You know, like, oh, let's just add this. And what the hell did that break? Like, are you kidding me? Like, how does that break this? And, you know, but, you know, computers, you know, like, alone. How do you think we feel, man? Like, with this stuff breaks, like, we test extensively. And again, I, I have very limited knowledge as to what goes on over on dev side because I work at esports. We're like a whole other building and everything. Um, but, you know, we, we test to the best of our ability, but sometimes stuff just goes wrong and we're just like, what? How does this oh. even happen? Yep. Oh, that's yeah. like uh, your computer yesterday. <laughs> I was joking oh all God. day that we. I joked all day we broke your computer. Dude, just- this is this is what I get. I was like, <laughs> my my old reliable <laughs> laptop. It'll be fine. She's been through worse. It's fine. It, it doesn't matter that she's been off for three weeks. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's just when you get when you get computers and computer systems involved, I, you just assume something's gonna yeah do something. I, I just not kept saying to. that she was a little nervous with all the big names: Dirtnap Dan, Dirtnap Dad, Yugi Guy. I mean, those are some big names, you know. Listen, Scary man. people. Wow. Listen, I live in Mixer Chat. Wow. <laughs> She's not paying attention. She doesn't even know. I no, live in Mixer Chat. Nothing scares oh, me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 902. Anyway, She's paying attention. 902. Now, guys. She's paying attention. Plus, mine's now. the biggest. Obviously, it's the biggest name here. Duh. I mean, it's the only one that has a dog in it, so that's worth that, something, that's right? <laughs> so she gets more uh, messages about, oh, do you own a beagle? Because I own a beagle, you know, beagle, 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 all the time, like getting messages from people. You won't let me own a beagle, that. all right? So my best friend has three. So she had like so you five adopt problems a beagle. She doesn't have I, five I, beagles. She's oh, hey, there's beagles. more patch notes. Yeah, there is more patch notes. For being a short one, you know, it's taking us forever to get through it here now. Well, we're just, you know, we're we're making sure that they get the full experience. <laughs> the That's full, what it is. The, the full patch experience. Mm-hmm. Miscellaneous on this patch. Uh, awesome chest. Getting the Midnight Raven Isis skin, which is pretty cool. It's a good skin for her. Actually, uh, I have a question, story. and maybe she might know. Mm-hmm. Does that skin change the sky when it's in the game? Yes. Yes. I don't know, yes. actually. Because, it okay, does. I load it into a conquest, and I look up at the sky, and I start freaking out because it's dark, <laughs> there's stars and all kinds of cool stuff, yeah. and I'm like, whoa, this has never looked like this. Guys, am I crazy? This has never looked <laughs> like this. Please tell me I'm not insane and didn't notice how cool this looked before. <laughs> Somebody tell me I'm not insane. And they were all like- I have. <laughs> You just don't trust me. Yes. Why would I trust you? Does. You think left is right and right is left. That's different. That's dyslexia. <laughs> Attack left so, lane. Everybody goes right except for Dan who dies alone and scared. 
Yep. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody else knows what he means. <laughs> that's not going to the wrong lane, Dan. That's letting you get what you deserve. <laughs> oh, at first it was funny, and then it was just sad. Yeah, we're also used to. He says right. We all go left, except for Dan. I, I trusted him. I trusted him, and my trust was thrown into the graveyard. No, no, no. See, everybody else trusted that I would be dyslexic. Yeah. You trusted right. that I wouldn't be. I mean, I know to I trust am. that when Yuki says sovereignty, he means heartward, and when he says har- heartward, he says sovereignty, but like, geez. Yeah, all right, so when I say right, that means left, and when I say left, that means right. And I get really confused if I'm, like, coming away from the enemy base. Then I start spinning in circles, like, which way am I going? I don't know. Like, even now, all these years later, whenever I boot up Conquest, which is rare, it's very rare that I play a Conquest game. But without fail, I'll buy my items, and then I'll start going in the direction I think I'm supposed to go, and it's never the right one. <laughs> it's, never the it's, it's never the right one. I don't know how I get it wrong, like, both times, but it's never the right one. It doesn't help that, like, you're... when you switch sides, you're like, all right, Solo's left, it's been left all day. Wait, wait, we're on the other side? Shit. Yeah. It's like, I'm halfway down Solo lane before I remember that I'm a hunter. It's only really bad if you end up in the wrong lane and you're playing mid. Yeah, I do that shit playing mid, and I'll, like, rotate the wrong way to go get the red buff, because I'm playing <laughs> the other side all day. I'm like, oh, shit, the red buff's on the other side. Yep. Uh, so, our fantasy point store. We'll get through these patch notes, damn it. It's a long <laughs> patch, <laughs> I told you. Yes. Fantasy point store update this year. This year, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broken. We fantasy point update on this patch broken. is, for the fantasy point store... All for one Freya, Harajuku Neath, and Stargazer Agubis. So the Harajuku Neath, so you can annoy the shit out of everybody. Sometimes uh, when there's one of those, uh, like, the the really cutesy Harajuku or Kawaii skins, if they VGS a lot, Yuki oh. gets mad just because the skin is so goddamn annoying. <laughs> and then I get to turn around and play the skin the next game, but I don't VGS spam. But it's not like they're even spamming. They're like, enemy missing left, attack, gank. And then we're like, oh my god, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah, who, who was it? That, 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 it was the Kawhi Bastet. Yes. Oh, god. oh my god. Oh. <laughs> and she wasn't doing anything wrong. She wasn't no. spamming. She was just literally she, communicating She was communicating properly. so well that Yuki was like about the killer of a headache. <laughs> He's like, I got a muter but she's making calls, so I can't. Like, I don't know what to do. It's like, oh, you're no, so helpful, and I still hate you. How is this possible? <laughs> I, don't worry, I muted the bestead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he went left instead of right, and all was good. Yep. And Dan died uh, again. Yep. New loadout items, Chernabog announcer pack, 8-bit music theme, shooting stars, fountain effects, magic 8-ball jump stamp. Still waiting for that um, Billiards Discordia skin, I'm saying. I'm just saying. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we've been throwing it at yeah. every high res employee. That like, come on, you know it's good. And and, and the dig, digital Daji with her nerd pole of dirt. Yes. Mm-hmm. You want to know what skin I've been waiting skin. on that I've been begging high res for? Let's hear it. Yes, Let's hear Daz, it. I'm ready. Please. A I'm literal begging. bug dad skin for Capri, where he's in little khakis and a little polo. And he tells dad jokes. (laughs) I would be a Capri main. Yeah, he would. You put any god in that tells dad jokes, I am there. 
I'd be stuck with him as support all the time, and he'd just be spamming <laughs> jokes the whole time. <laughs> Are you serious? Have to mute him. <laughs> I will. Oh goodness. Oh Got yes. Tell, yes, you have my full full support for that. Full support. That's You're awesome. like losing really, really hard in the game, and he's just cracking jokes. It's like now's not the time, Bug Dad. Bug Dad, knock it off. We're trying. I'm sick of your shit, man. Uh, <laughs> so bug fixes I, I can see one of his jokes I'm friends with all the letters in the alphabet I don't know why <laughs> it wasn't funny yesterday yes it was <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of bug fixes uh, we have a position open the smite podcast for host yeah um, <laughs> but in the general bug fixes <laughs> Fix Please. relics in local match matches cooldown timers continuing after a pausing match. Fix the Bull Demon King and Joust not using his line attack. Fix That's an issue nice. where spectating matches, yeah, back to back would crash the game. Um, spectator has been a spectator spectacle. mode. That's, that's oh God bless our spectator <laughs> mode. Like y'all should see, we have pages of documentation about how to work with this mode. <laughs> We're, we're trying our best. Like, like right. four spectator, so, man. If you want to switch from this perspective to this perspective, you need to sit down, stand up, spin around, sit down, stand up, and wish, wish, wish. It's like trying to do cheat codes for a video game. Just frantically pressing keys like, oh god, I hope I got it right. Let's see. <laughs> I remember back in the day before they like worked on it a good, good bit. When I would accidentally hit spectate match instead of invite, oh, and I'm like, guys, I'll, I'll be back in like half an hour. Uh, I'll, I accidentally hit spectator, and they'd all be like, oh, rip. <laughs> yeah. We'll start a new game. Don't worry, bud. Um, also, fix an issue where re where rewinding while spectating could crash the game. Yep. Skin fixes, uh, fix Chernabog Oni incorrectly having special two emote in VGS menu. Dude. The only one that's important in here is the last one. Fixed that, evil spirits. Bacchus having no audio for his taunts and jokes while drunk. That, oh, just, that, seems, that seems normal. <laughs> Fixed cutting edge Uller. What did uh, F. Dot say on the patch notes? He's just that guy. He's like super loud and boisterous. And then when he gets drunk, he's just kind of there. He's like, so. That was, <laughs> that was funny. Was, F. Dot cracks me up. Yeah, man. F. Dot's hilarious. Uh, I love him. Fixed cutting edge Uller victory screen showing default weapons in the background. Fixed cutting edge Uller's directed taunt towards Hu Yi. Fixed Shonen Spark Mercury abilities made you look and special delivery voice lines playing multiple times. Fixed swapped voice lines for Shonen Spark Mercury VGS lines VD2, VT2 and VT3. Fixed Warlord Kubikata special emote. Not continuing to loop. Oh, you you're so, welcome, Dirt. Such a pain in the ass to not have to spam that. I am so looking forward to just being able to jam out again now. <laughs> uh, UI fixes. Fixed missing clan icon when purchasing items in the clan score. Score? Uh, yeah, score? the clan score. The clan store. You get a lot cool of points if, for that, man. Yeah. It'd be cool if we had new items in there, too. I mean, oh, I completed that like a year and a half. Yeah, forever ago. Yeah, yep. Fixed custom draft joust games only having three bands instead of four. Fixed some players missing parts of their ranked history tabs in their profile page. That didn't happen. Whoops. <laughs> Let's see. Fix an issue where Dan accidentally closed out of the conversation in 
No, no, I meant to type something in leader chat. I meant to type something in leader chat. I clicked on leader chat in the voice. Come on, give me some credit. I'm not that bad. (laughs) Fixed fixed rage and iron iron tyrant loading frames displaying the wrong ranked icons. Fixed rank enemy team's bank time changing to an incorrect value when reaching the pit phase. Console fixes, the only ones that matter. Fix an issue where players would not be able to join parties if they left the game console idle for a long period of time. Yep. Fixed owned text not displaying centered in the store. Fixed Xbox crash when four plus accounts were logged in in at the same time. Fixed video player showing a pink screen instead of the intended video. Okie dokie. Fixed text or contents in bundles appearing cut off. So... Lots of, lots of changes. These are the kind of changes we'll get the most of with these baby patches hiding or heading into HRX. Uh, God fixes Amy Amaterasu fixed an issue where Amaterasu's ultimate would appear to play more uh, more than three times in a single fire. Yeah, we've seen that. Yep. Fixed an issue. Hera fixed an issue where Hera's ultimate could go on cooldown without summoning Argus if she was interrupted at a specific time. Uh, I'm not talking much. about the monkey. Yeah, who bots so much? Fix an issue where her ability one visuals would sometimes play more times than intended on a single fire. Fixed missing Hera God description in the about section. Robin, fix an issue where his ultimate animation would appear to play more than once when fired. There seems to be a theme going here. Circuit, fix an ultimate description showing incorrect damage value values, her damage was not changed. Shibalonkwaif. Fix an issue where players could experience frame rate issues while playing this god. Cool. Uh, no item balance. High yeah, five. Zero item balance changes, so uh, hold on for that Mercury Golden Blade for Mm-mm-mm. next season. God balances. Hera. Hera becomes a thing-ish. Uh, commanding presence. Passive. Damage from Royal Assault and Polymorph also reduces the cooldown of Divine Shroud by 0.33 seconds, so that would be her 1 and her 2, putting cooldown on her 3. Uh, Royal Assault, her 1. Increased base damage from 75 scaling to 55 to 80 scaling 280, uh, which is good. That actually makes quite a bit of difference on her wave clear, which is awesome. Uh, polymorph, her, uh, her 2. Polymorphed enemies are now slowed by 20%. That's probably one of the biggest changes to her kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really big. Uh, Divine Shroud, her three, fixed the in-game description to accurately show how much shielding Hera receives. And they also increase shield health from 40 scaling 200 plus 15 per level to 50 scaling 250 plus 20 per level. Maximum increase from 500 to 600 HP. The shield's a thing. It's not bad now. So, I like that one. and. With her ultimate, Argus the Defender, lots of changes. Increased deploy range from 55 to 65 units. That's pretty cool. You don't have to be up in somebody's face to drop Argus. Increased maximum leash range from 85 to 125, which is a big change. Let's Argus chase a lot further away from you before yeah, he That was the most annoying distracted. thing I thought about. Almost the leashing range. Yeah. Nothing yeah. like, go get him, Argus! Wait, wait, what are you uh, doing? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Not the fire giant. No, over there, please. <laughs> like uh, just increase- across the lane, right there. No, okay, just just die to the minions. Okay, it's exactly how I feel when I ask my jungler to do anything. Yep. Yeah, we we know the feeling. <laughs> we know the feeling. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway. Uh huh. Get back in my backpack where you belong. 
<sighs> also, increased protections gained from 15 scaling to 35 physical protections and 15 magical protections to 25 scaling 45 on both protections. He gets legitimate magical protections. That's a thing they should have had from the beginning. Uh, <laughs> increased Argus's health from 700 scaling to 3,000 to 700 scaling to 3,500. So another 500 health on the top there. Uh, he can actually tank a little bit more now. Uh, he's still going to be hilarious at low levels, though, when he dies in Dominions. Yeah. Uh, you drop, <laughs> he'd drop Argus on like a Vulcan. He'd be dead in like two seconds. Yep. Increased crash landing damage scaling from 35 to 55% magical power. So now he does damage equal to Kumba's one. Um, Argus attack chain increased targeter range from 65 to 80 units, uh, which is great. So he can hit a little further away. And Argus second attack. And uh, now this is two Argus's second attack in the hit chain, which is the AOE slow one. Mm-hmm. Uh and reduce self movement penalty on Argus's ground slam wind up from fifty percent to thirty five percent. Good because that fifty percent slow for his basic chain was just ruined it. You just, just walk. You'd wait for him to swing and then walk away. And they increase the slow duration on Argus's attack chain from one second to one point five seconds. So polymorph now slowing twenty percent on top of the Argus slow. Uh, it should make him able to get his damage off a lot better and kind of let him do what he's supposed to because that's, what, a 35% slow now? Total? Yeah, yeah 35%. So, so that's that's pretty gross. That's a pretty big slow. Well, at least at least Hera might be able to hit that one now. Yeah, maybe. So, I don't know. I haven't played her yet mm-hmm. just because, I'm, like I said, I, I like to wait. Wait till they go go through this phase, and then I'll start playing. I'm like, all right, now now that she's got her adjustments, let's go play her now. Yeah, and this I haven't is the, played her either. These are the only adjustments she's going to probably see really until we start start season six. So yeah, we're pretty much locked down until after HRX is over for sure. Nice yeah. short sweet patch, even though we drug it on. I told you, yes, super no, long patch. <laughs> So let's skip. Let's skip Yuki reading the lore here again. Totally. I mean, fuck that guy. <laughs> what an asshole. I mean, he's just been talking for so long already. But go ahead, read the lore. Let's get a move on. High five. All right. So this week we've got Kepri, the hug bug, the love bug, the meaty claw, basic attacks. Uh, Kepri is an Egyptian god. He has a couple of different transliterated pronunciations depending on which of the two languages from Egypt or surrounding languages his name is written in. They're still all pretty much pronounced Kepri or Kefri. Um, he is the ancient Egyptian solar deity, sort of. So like Ra, there's there's three parts to the sun god when it comes to Egyptian mythology. Um, and that is... My brain just totally shut down. So the, Ra represents the midday cycle of the sun. Um, and Kepri represents the morning of the sun, hence the him moving the sun across the sky. And that was taken. And the reason he is shown as a scarab beetle is because they went, wow, that beetle rolls a ball of shit across the sand. That's what happens to the sun. Connection made. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a that's where the scarab beetle comes from, is they based him on the dung beetle rolling a ball of dung. 
Um, and well, that's while a we're shitty, finished, we'll finish. shitty connection. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> quite um, literally. <laughs> quite literally. And even shittier is the poor guy doesn't even get his own temple um, because he's not one of the – even though he's big in Egyptian mythology, he's not one of the prominent deities in the religion. Uh, you know, when you look at Ra or in, depending on which dynasty and period you're in, uh, it also it sometimes shifts to Atum or Atumre. Who's the same person, and he's the uh, waning sun leading into the afterlife. Uh, and they took a lot more of the prestige as far as uh, sun worship was done in ancient Egyptian religion. I think Kepri deserves a temple. I'm going to build him a temple. He does. I'll build him a temple. Well, he's super interesting because the scarab beetle shows up in a ton of artwork, um, a ton of like ancient in-home little magic icons and amulets he shows up everywhere for not being a prominently worshipped deity which is very rare I mean, even i mean in general not just looking at you know the 99 gods we have in smite it's 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 very unusual to see that and it kind of puts him in an interesting place and i'm glad he's in this game because i mean the hug bug man like i mean i have a kepri tattoo i I love me some Kepri, and I think he deserves a temple. Well, they he does do very hard work. Temple. You know, they do say, like, your body's a temple, and uh, Avi has go. a Kepri tattoo. So there it is. Avi is the Kepri temple. I gave Kepri his temple. There you go. Yeah. He earned it. I actually, I actually watched that video <laughs> on YouTube the other day. <laughs> so that's our, that's our hug bug mythology. Um, all right, Dan, give give a read through uh, what abilities he has here. Okay, we'll start with the passive. Fortitude. Every five seconds, seconds, Kepri applies a shield to himself and nearby allied gods for 2% of the target's maximum health for 15 seconds. The rate is slowed to every 10 seconds if Kepri has taken or dealt damage in the last five seconds. Max 10%. Shield, 2% of maximum health. Uh, his first ability is Abduct. Kepri lunges forward, dealing damage to enemies he passes through. If he connects with an enemy god, he stops, grabs them, and starts pulling them backwards while gaining increased protections. Enemies are silenced for the duration of the pull. Thank god they added those protections, man. Before that, dude, he was... Oh, it was scary to pull anybody. <laughs> it was like committing suicide, almost. It's like, well, I'll pull him, but... I'll pull him, but you better kill him before he kills me, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Please, God, burn him fast. Uh, the damage <laughs> is 80 to 280 plus 40% of your magical power. The pull duration goes from 1.5 seconds to 1.9 seconds, and the protection scale 10 to 30. His second ability, Rising Dawn, Kepri rolls the sun forward, setting ablaze all enemies it touches or the ball of dung and making them smell quite poopy, reducing mm -hmm. physical protections and dealing damage over time. Allies that are hit take reduced damage from the enemies for the duration. Uh, damage is 10 to 22 plus 5% of your magical power every 0.3 seconds. The protection debuff is 5 to 25%. The damage mitigation is 10 to 30%, and the duration is 3 seconds. Uh, Kepri calls down the sun. Oh, solar flare. Kepri calls down the sun's ire at the target location, dealing damage and rooting all targets in the area. The damage is 60 to 280 plus 30% of your magical power. And the root duration is 1.5 to 1.9 seconds. And the reset button. Scarab's Blessing. All Kepri blesses an allied god, immediately cleansing them of all crowd control as well as granting them movement speed and immunity to slow effects. 
If the marked ally would die while blessed, they are instead revived with a percentage of their maximum health at Kepri's location. The revived health starts at 25% and ends at 45%. Movement speed is 20 to 40%, and the duration is 5 seconds. Basically, that's either a get-out-of-jail-free card or go run into the jail and cause hell and die and come back for free. Because we all deserve a second chance. Agreed. Kepri, our savior. Yeah, you gotta love and hate that that at all. Depends on which side you're on. Yeah. Or if you're on the right side, you just ult the wrong person, you know? I can't tell you how many times I've just been, like, in such a rush that by the time I flick the ability out, it's too late and I've already ulted myself and I'm like, well, (laughs) I get this is unfortunate. It's the worst (laughs) feeling, man. You're like, look at me about to make this clutch play. And then you just ult yourself and you're like, well... Now I look like a selfish idiot. Now I'm just going to stand in the middle of the lane and dance. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. So, Avi, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how to play the old hub, hug bug here, or, or as I'm going to call him now, the new dad bug. So, my, my general strategy with playing Kepri is be a thick boy, stand in lane, and continue to be a thick boy. And that's that's really, like, Kepri, you know, the, the reason I enjoy him is because, you know, he's sort of a natural tank. Um, he's got some damage mitigation. Um, even though he doesn't have, like, a lot of self-sustain, he, his cooldowns are pretty high, higher than I would like. Um, and he can be a little bit slow. Um, he's just, he's a thick boy. He just stands there and is like, no. You get off of my ADC. You get off of my jungler. I'm going to stand here and be thick. And then there's nothing you can do about that. Um, so I, I enjoy playing Capri with, with the pure intention to just make sure that my dudes are okay. Be like, you good? You, you, need, a little, you need a little protection? You need maybe a second chance at life? You good? Are you okay? And then just otherwise standing around and being like, did you want to go anywhere or do anything or be able to move and not be CC'd? Because I have bad news for you, my guy. That's not how this is going to go. Um, so generally, uh, I, um, I use Kepri as like kind of a interrupt, very control heavy kind of guy. Um, I'll, like, pop a solar flare and then abduct somebody. If I want to, like, pick a god, disable them, make sure that I can lock them down and bring them back to my team, um, to let them hopefully secure the kill. Um, or, or you can, you can have a little bit of fun, switch it up, and if you're feeling yourself, think you can hit your target, you abduct first, drag your target back, and then pop a solar flare to make sure that they're going to stay wherever they are. While hopefully your ADC um, follows up with with whatever, or you get some AOE stuff going on, so just kind of wombo them back into the grave, um, any of that good stuff. Generally, generally my job is Capri. The way I like to approach Capri is, I'm gonna stand here. I'm gonna make sure that you're safe, and then I'm just gonna grab and stun and control, and hopefully serve your enemy up to you on a silver platter. So that you can do what you do best and burst them down into nothing. It's the best feeling when when nobody when you're on point and just nothing can run away from you as Kepri. Oh my god, it's the best. I love it. I love the throwing the rising sun at whoever I'm about to, you know, misplace on purpose. Uh, 
and dashing through it to get the mitigations myself. Mm -hmm. And then they're abducted. They're, they're smacking me and I'm taking no damage. And they're taking damage from me. They're taking damage from everyone else. Oh, it's so fun. I'm particularly fond of, it's a little bit harder to do on the season five map since it's a little bit more open. But just standing in like a jungle path and just standing there and being like, I'm sorry, where, did you need to be somewhere? Because I'm a thick boy and you're not going to go anywhere. He's got like what, the second largest hitbox? I think he does. Who is it that has the first? I don't think. He might have the largest hitbox. Maybe Sylvanas. Maybe Sylvanas, like Cerberus, maybe? Cerberus is a pretty big yeah, boy. He's a Cerberus, beefy boy. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about Cerberus. I was kind of thinking Geb was pretty big, but yeah. 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 Capri yeah. might take the cake. I don't know for sure. I, I know Sylvanas is pretty big because if you hit that one leaf sticking off his shoulder, that counts. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's one of those stats we don't get, like how big the hitbox is. I'm gonna have to find out. I'm gonna I'm gonna email some people because I need answers. <laughs> the top five top five biggest hitboxes in Smite. I'd love it. You It'd wouldn't be believe number know. three. <laughs> <laughs> Ajax. It's Hoon it's Hoonbots. <laughs> it's actually Ajax, please. I just need to know, is he the thickest boy on the battleground? Please. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's 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 actually some good info there. I, but actually, the the thing that caught my attention there, Dan, I like your idea of dashing through your rising dawn oh, to yeah. get those extra protections. That that's a good little point. I haven't played a lot of Capri, even being our you know newfound support main. You know, he's been someone I've been looking at. Like I should probably learn how to play him better. Oh, you should. Yeah, you we should. put Dirt, Dirt Nap into jail cell. He's the support main. He has to deal with me. If not for the fact that he's an excellent support, do it for the voice lines. Like, some of the voice lines in, like, his Dark Matter skin, for example. Yes. They're hilarious. Like, he's so, like, sweet and precious. And he just, all Dark Matter Capri wants is a kitten to call his own and to love. <laughs> That's all he wants. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, voice lines do sometimes make that determination on what skin I'm using. Yeah. So, so while we're on the abilities with this, um, I do want to cover, you know, she covered a lot of the combos as far as, you know, using his one and his three. Dan called out the dashing through Rising Dawn for the protections. Um, I don't think a lot of people use Rising Dawn enough of anything more than just a wave clear. Mm -hmm. The the mitigation and the reduction that's gained through that um if you if you grab the hunter or if you throw out rising dawn after you've hit level 2 and you dash and grab the hunter dashing through rising dawn that hunter pretty much isn't going to hurt you and your hunter's just going to chunk him yeah like rising dawn is one of those abilities like when i was very early on when i started picking up capri i was like oh, I'll just use it to deal damage over time. Like, I'll get that dot in, it'll be whatever. Um, but now, the way I approach it, you know, th those protections are really important, the damage reduction, very important. Um, but I feel like Rising Dawn is one of those abilities that you should basically always have on cooldown. Like, unless you're standing around with nothing to do and you just be, like, firing it into the trees somewhere. <laughs> that you tree know, looked like it was going to wither. Here, friend, yeah. live. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I believe in you, but you're either you know uh, 
giving protections or you're you're doing something else. And and I, I feel like you should just pretty much always have that active. You should always see those little dots just, just bubbling around your enemies and your allies or you're not caprying properly. Yeah, even hitting yeah. that on your front creeps is worth hitting it it's on your huge. front creeps and hitting oh, yeah. I mean, they, oh, yeah. they gave the ability enough range to hit your melee minions and the entire enemy wave. Mm-hmm. For a yeah, reason. And that's important. It's beautiful. Yeah, that definitely is. I mean, that's something I know I always, uh, at least when I'm playing them, I know that much. I mean, I haven't played them much, but I know, yes, get those minions involved with it. Uh, so as far as uh, ability build out, you know, what, what's the best way here to start? I would assume, uh, you know, on a conquest mode, you're starting with Rising Dawn because, you know, that's your wave clear uh, and helping keep your you know front minions alive there. Yeah. Uh, but what, what, what's the best way you think uh, to build out his abilities wise? Um, I tend to always start with Rising Dawn. You know, there's there's so much utility there that it, it that's what I tend to prioritize. Um, outside of that, it's, it tends to be a little bit situational. Um, abduct is generally the one that I will level up first. You know, that extra point, whatever, I don't know the exact numbers. Um, on the pull duration, like that's, that can make a lot of difference. That extra damage though, that makes a huge difference. Uh, the extra protections, all that good stuff. And then I worry about Solar Flare and obviously Scarab's Blessing. Anytime I can level up an ult, I'm going to level it up, especially one like that. Um, but Rising Dawn is where it begins and ends with me. I, that's my priority. And then situationally, it'll either be Abduct or Solar Flare, but like 80, 90% of the time, it's going to be Abduct. Okay. What about, um, item wise? What, what's our core items? on the dad bug oh man you know i i like to play it a little bit uh fast and loose as a support um i don't i don't lock myself into into like really really core item builds um that might just be me being bad at smite you know but who's to say uh generally always you know guardian's blessing something you're gonna want um, I don't play a lot of Conquest, um, so that's not something I find myself picking up very much. Um, I'm a filthy, like, Arena, Joust, Siege, Clash main. Um, I, I, I don't have time to, to play Conquest anymore. It's quite upsetting. Um, but, you know, I'll start with, like, Guardian's Blessing, and then usually I move into uh, Shoes of Focus. I want a little bit of extra CD because it's just... It's painfully slow. His cooldown timers, they're painfully they're slow. They're huge. They are huge. It's so bad. And there's nothing that feels worse than being a Kepri and having having your ult like three seconds from cooldown and you just watch someone die and you're just like, man, if I had just a little bit more CDR and we wouldn't be in this position, my <laughs> guy. Just just a little bit. Um so cooldown is actually something I find myself. Um prioritizing on Kepri sometimes. Um, I'll do, like, Shoes of Focus. Sometimes I'll build Breastplate for that little bit of extra CDR, some mana, some physical protection, all that good stuff. Um, and But generally, I, I kind of like to go for aura builds. I'm a team player. I enjoy the aura builds, so like the heart words and the sovereignties. Um, yeah, he almost strikes me as more of that 
backline defender where it's like, yeah, you know, I'm not up leading the charge. I'm just kind of sitting back here like, nope, you're rooted. Nope, I'll grab you. All right, throw some protections out here and do a little bit of damage there. Oh, throw an alt out, you know, get off him, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, I want to interrupt. I want to buff you a little bit. I want to, like, make sure that you're good. But I always feel a little bit uncomfortable with Capri when I'm in, like, the front lines. I feel, like, weirdly exposed. Because outside of abduct, you know, you don't you don't have a lot of options. Like once people are on you, that's that's kind of it. Um, so I will kind of run the thick boy in front of you know in front of uh, my teammates or whatever to to zone a body block and and do all that stuff. But other than that, yeah, you're definitely right. I I enjoy playing him as a uh, sort of backline support because even though he's like a big dude, people forget about him. And you're like, I'm just gonna hang back here, and I'll, I'll I'll stun you here in a minute, my guy. You just you keep doing what you think you're doing, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you can't do any of those things. <laughs> yeah, and the backline play also does work with his passive, because then if he's on the backline, he's taking or dealing less damage, so his you know his throwing that little shield uh, out there a little a little more often. Exactly, backline bug dab. Yeah, he he also plays really well with low mobility gods because he has the root has a good range on it, mm-hmm. and that peel is and and the pull is so long on the abduct that he he does really good doing light setup you know in the front line. But he it, you with more of like a warrior or a solo and for conquest a solo lane you know support or warrior doing more of the front line setup. Whereas he he's really good with that peel. And he can stand back where he can really watch what you can really, as a player, watch what's going on to to look for that old opportunity. Uh, but definitely being back there because, you know, when the jungler jumps in on your op watch and you can pull him because you're right there. You don't have to go, oh, shit, he's on the mage. Turn around, figure out what's going on, figure out what abilities off, cool down, throw it and hope the mage didn't die in the meantime. You just turn you just turn and pull and, and your mage has, you know, a minimum of, of a one and a half seconds to start getting the hell out of there or to destroy them. So and when all the peel fails, the you know, just give them a blessing and hope that they make it out alive. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, if that fails, I thought you'd just dance. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, just do the bug dead dance and everything will be okay. Speaking of the bug dead dance, uh, F-Dot's bug dead dance was weak on the end of patch notes. Listen. Yeah. He put up such true. a fuss about having to do that. <laughs> I'm like Tom. Do you realize how many times I've done this on camera and made a fool out of myself doing this dance? And and, and stars of all people. For real, like you're the most extroverted person I know, and you're not going to do the bug <laughs> that dance with me. You're going to let me do it alone. But uh, it's fine. All right. Well, the most important question here about Capri that I have for you, though, is what skin do you use? Dark Matter Capri, all the way. All the I, way. I love the cosmic skins. I'm going to be real. People love the Hugbug skins. They kind of freak me out. I don't know what <laughs> it is. Creepy. I find creepy. them a little creepy. <laughs> I don't like it. There's something a little bit suspicious to me about those skins. <laughs> but Dark Matter Capri, like, that skin is absolutely beautiful. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of like, cosmic-themed stuff. That's, that's very much my aesthetic. But Dark Matter Kepri is the Kepri that I got, like, my tattoo based on. Um, it's the only skin I play. And not only is it the most beautiful skin, arguably for me, for Kepri, um, it's also 
Like, the voice lines are absolutely amazing. The voice pack for Dark Matter Capri is fantastic. I don't know. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of Chef Special. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. I've actually been like, I've thought about doing it for Halloween, and I still might do it at HRX. Like, I want to walk <laughs> around with a lobster hat on my head and just insist, just insist that I'm Chef Special Capri. <laughs> just, just do it and glue a little piece of fake butter on there. You're good. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah. perfect. Oh, that's great. Right. I just think well, it's funny. Hold on, hold on. I got one thing. Uh, 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 I think it's uh, funny that Hugbug uh, uh, is dreaming with his heart and soul about Ladybug, and Ladybug uh, is over here fraternizing with Huncules. Oh yeah. no! Ladybug, <laughs> get some class. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, if you have anything more about Kepri or more questions or more to share, please always feel free to hop on over to the Discord and we can always continue the conversation there. But we're going to move on to uh, this week's community section, which is located in the guest questions section beagle <laughs> do you do and you do yes you. i'm already let's there our questions for our special guest here today all right first up we have evie or yuri my question is the same as last if you can create a god from a mythology which could it which would it be and what role would they be mm. That's actually a fantastic question, because for a long time, it was Ardeo. Like, I love bears. Like, I'm from the mountains, and I love bears. And so for a long time, it was Ardeo, and then we did that. And now I just, I don't know. I don't know that I have an answer to that. All right, well, dreams came true already. Sorry, so you're checking in. another one. checking another one for Bobby, you got? I would love to see Seth, though. <laughs> That's I would been love a to long see time Seth. requested one. And I would also, I know, I know because I filmed it, that this was a quote-unquote fake spoiler. But Axobama, Goddess of Potatoes, I would love to see that as well. I'd be so down for that. Yeah. That'd be good. I just want to huck a potato at somebody's head and just knock them out. <laughs> It'd be a mage throwing potatoes. A potato. <laughs> oh, There's just another perfect lineup for another chef special skin, too. Come on. I love it. We can get a yeah. whole theme going. Let's make a chef special chest. Let's do that. There we go. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Get that uh, sort of Hell's got three. Kitchen, uh, you know, uh, adventure there. Wait, was that another skin concept right there? Hell's Kitchen? <laughs> yeah. Oh. The voice Yo. pack on that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. uh. God. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, All right, Beagle, next question. instead of reports, I'm pretty sure that's esports. Got you. <laughs> All right. Next question from Mr. Net. Do you think that the esports is at a satisfying level of growth, or do you think it needs more growth? Do I think esports, our, our spite esports scene needs more growth? So, of, of course, like, as a community member, as a community manager, I would always love to see Smite Esports be bigger than it is. You know, I think that's the goal for really any company, any game, any any initiative, really. But frankly, you know, 
outside of the possibility that would come with being bigger, I I don't think we have like an inherent need to do so, if that makes sense. Um like our community is thriving right now. Um we have a lot of very active community members, you know, we have a lot of good stuff going on. We've got initiatives happening all the way from the pro level down to like the collegiate level. Um so while there is always a larger audience to appeal to. There's always more that you can be doing. I think for, you know, where we are, the kind of game that we are, that we're, we're really in a fantastic spot. I mean, and, uh, stepping up to DreamHack is pretty big. Yeah, no, DreamHack is huge. Yeah, and the stuff we have planned for 2019 is huge. And I'm really excited about it. And I wish I could just, I want to thought about it so badly. I just can't. <laughs> um, well, no well, one you can't tell nobody. Welcome to come back. Yeah, just have you back on it. I'll just I'll blabber about 2019 yeah. esports until <laughs> until the cows come home. <laughs> That's the next great idea. So cow god, where's where's our cow god? Where where's oh, that? God. Oh god, cow god, Egyptian. Me away. No, Kyros, please. One. No, I know this one. I can't think of it off the top of my head. There's an Egyptian god that's goddess represented by cows, um, mm-hmm. goddess of of Holy birth and fertility. Anywho, Hephaerina. No, I won't build Hephaerodite. Can we get a cow Aphrodite? Oh, there we go. Hephaerodite. Oh, <laughs> she no, she's total. She's totally. Got, oh nope. I live in Florida. Nope. Dark. Dark. Let's just move away. <laughs> Moving on to American Zombie there, Beagle. Like, I'm just imagining the voice lines. <laughs> like, yeah. instead of defend right lane, move to right lane. There have been oh. so many good opportunities. So, that's the, the goddess I was thinking of is Hathor. Okay. Ooh, From that's a good Egyptian name. Mythology. Yeah, Hathor. Also a great character in Stargate, so... All right, Beagle, on to American Zombie. Next question from I know American Zombie from my chat. Let's hear it. (laughs) How do you maintain sanity dealing with the demands of Mixer Chat that you have no control over and how much alcohol is required? (laughs) 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 All right, well, contractually speaking, I cannot talk about the amount of alcohol that I consume while trying to deal with Mixer (laughs) Chat. But, um, no, it's really... I. It is very hard. It, it does get really sticky, and sometimes I'm, like, full tilt, and I'm just, like, trying to hang on to my sanity, you know? Um, but really, it's just, you know, before, before I was doing this, I, uh, I, I worked in inner-city high schools. I taught creative writing classes in inner-city high schools back in Richmond, Virginia, and when I was a journalist, I was a senior editor, so I, like, I managed a program of freelancers and interns that was, like, 70 people. Um, which is a lot. And I got a lot of experience dealing with like online environments from that. But I also got a lot of experience just managing and navigating large groups of people, especially large groups of people who have very, very different interests and goals and needs. Um, so w- when I come into Mixer Chat, some days are worse than others. You know, some days I want to scream at all of them and I get really salty and I go full tilt and I have to apologize to some people. Um, because, you know, it takes its toll on anybody. But mostly, mostly what I try to remember is that no matter how bad chat gets, no matter how toxic or salty or whatever they get, you know, at the end of the day, they're just, they're part of my community. They're, they're here for the same reasons that I am. 
mostly, unless that reason is codes, but sometimes I'm there for that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, codes? 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 They just, codes? Codes? So codes? Codes? I have a picture on my desk printed out of the seagulls from Finding Nemo, except instead of mine, <laughs> they're saying codes. Dan was saying about that, and I'm just like, dude, we need to take that, you know, get the seagulls from Finding Nemo and make a meme out of that. Oh, I have it. I've done it. It's on my it's wall. It's already there. It's on the wall of shame. Um, <laughs> but, like, being a mixer chat, you know, everybody's there for the same reason, ultimately. Um, but what I, what I try to remember is that. Everybody, all these people want is to be heard. They just, they just want to be heard. They want to have a dialogue. Um, so it, it helps me be a little bit less salty when I just, you know, I remind myself of that. But uh, generally, I, I type very fast. I'm very nice to Scotty Butt, and I try to remember that sometimes <laughs> the best thing to say is nothing at all. And also, I have a fantastic mod team. That's that's really what does it for me. Is my absolutely amazing mods. So, uh, shout outs to them because I would be literally dead without them and without Scotty Bot. So, good old Scotty Bot. God bless him. I might rename him to Kepri Bot for HRX though. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> he is a lifesaver. I also have yeah. have I've been in my internal testing for Scotty Bot. I have a secondary bot set up called Scotty Bot, but like Scotty the Goddess. Yeah, you know, it's a bad pun, but. Hopefully there won't be so it's much spam for codes now that you're linking your account on Mixer. Oh my goodness, tell me about it, dude. Account linking has been like, it's been such a saga for me. That's That's been like my white whale as, as a community <laughs> manager, is getting account linking online. And it's finally in place for HRX, and, and I'm just praying to God that it works, because if it doesn't, I'm just... Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> So if anyone wants codes, to know where codes, I am, codes. I'm weeping under my desk. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we have an undisclosed amount of whiskey under there. It'll be okay. If it's anyone hears strong bar. weeping from, from her desk, they'll know the code's not working. <laughs> Why is that desk crying? <laughs> oh, the codes aren't working. Oh. Don't worry about it, my guy. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. From Uncle Phoenix. Questions that come out of the thing above. Well, I, I deleted that so you wouldn't get confused. <laughs> what? <laughs> so Long you confused story. her by there not was a confusing big, her. Big paragraph, no punctuation, no. Like, like, could you like rephrase it in the form of questions better? Because Beagle's got to read this. <laughs> uh, okay, alright. <laughs> so, first... <laughs> Hashtag make Number one. Read. Oh, you guys suck. <laughs> What did I get myself into? A Make Beagle literate again. High five. High five. <laughs> All right. Number one. Best ways to about great. Uncle <laughs> 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 Phoenix called out. <laughs> oh my. I need to get revenge on him. Wait, so what? I'm guessing that it's supposed to say best ways about getting more promotion for the Smite Community League run by Verbris Gaming, headed by Livid Lightning from or, yeah, from oh. Clayton or Skillshot. Oh, I know exactly what they're talking about. Best way to get more visibility on the Verbrius tournaments that are happening. 
So uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I am. Otherwise, I'm, I'm just going to embarrass them for the rest of this this little spiel here. <laughs> so Vibrius is, doing... is doing community tournaments and they're doing like, I believe there's so many I can't keep track, but I believe they're doing like this unofficial league style where they have like open qualifiers for a little while and they kind of close off and mm-hmm. do a closed circuit and then yep. open it back up. Um, so my advice for people like, like the people in Vivrius or anybody who's looking to get into community tournaments, the first step is always to apply for official community tournament support from Hi-Rez. Um, if you have a good idea, you want to get involved, you know, we're very, very open to people who want to build out these community initiatives and we do support with in-game prizing and gyms and all that good stuff. Um, so we gems, have an application codes, link gems, on... Coats? 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 Um, gems? Coats? Coats? Gems? Gems? All the things. All of them. But we have an application link, an instruction, you know, guide on how to do that on the esports.smitegame.com website. Um, but other than that, uh, the best thing I can recommend is a regular social media presence. Um, I would look at established community tournament organizers like Smite Prime. Um, EGL and Vulpus Esports, um, they all do fantastic social campaigns for their community tournaments, and they tend to get a lot of engagement. And we're also looking at some things that we can do in 2019 to sort of uh, help our community tournament organizers out. Um, and the last thing I would suggest is that if you are at all interested in live broadcast or in putting your community, community tournaments on a stream somewhere and doing some commentary and stuff over them, we have plenty of space on the Smite Game Mixer channel, and we are looking for community tournament organizers who want to uh, contribute that content and do some sort of unofficial esports community esports broadcast and that kind of good wow. stuff. Wow, you're like psychic. You just answered the second question. Oh my goodness, look at me go. <laughs> That's the most ahead of schedule I'm going to be all day. <laughs> oh no, you did beat half the hosts here tonight. So yeah, anyway. There was that too. Yeah. Oh, d- some of us left some of us left work early, sir. <laughs> I had some, some of us dinner finished to dinner attend on time. to. I had a very fancy dinner to go to. Yeah, like <laughs> in my kitchen. <laughs> Dirt, Dirt mom was working hard and served us up some dinner comes I'll tell you what. You wouldn't like hey, it. Anyway, people, you can go into number three now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. What is this? Have the considered? You suck today. <laughs> Ooh, Uncle Grammar Felix police. getting it from Beagle. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> She's barking up a storm over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Have they considered picking up the idea of a Smite console minor league, but having it solely run between certain Smite community members who know what they're doing and high So. Uh, we have toyed around with the idea of having a Smite console minor league. Um, of course, the thing that we have to consider, you know, as, as a production company, as, as a tournament administration company, is that you have to consider interest. Um, you have to consider how much viewership, how much engagement, how much participation something like a console minor league can draw. Um, and as much as that's something that we would like to do, you know, mirror for console the way that we mirror it for PC, um, the, the numbers, I don't think are really there yet. Um, the engagement just isn't there yet. And I think console players have an excellent opportunity in that we run like five week long open bracket qualifiers. So if you can find a team and that team is decent at what they do, there is a very good chance that you have a shot at being in the SCL. 
which is not a path that people have to like the SPL anymore. You know, PC Smite has become a sort of very closed ecosystem where there aren't a lot of open bracket opportunities. There aren't all of these other things. But that's not the case for console. So since console is still very much an open ecosystem with open bracket qualifiers and a ton of community tournaments going on in between those qualifiers, there's not really a high demand for a minor league in that regard right now. Man, Split Push should go get shit on in one of those. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd love Sounds to be out like of position. Yeah, there. Oh, and two, let's do it. Make the dream come true. Oh, and two. I'd love to see y'all jam some unofficial leagues. That'd be fantastic. Oh, God, you don't want to see that. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> man, that. if you make it to the minor league, we'll make you a logo and everything. You don't want to see that. <laughs> we made a logo with a unicorn on it not too long ago. It was fabulous. It was it was amazing. Uh, fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. God, that's that's my Chiron skin there. Nice. Thing. There's a there's a picture and everything. So jealous. <laughs> it's out there. It is definitely out there. <laughs> so, Uncle Phoenix, I, I shouldn't have said it. Can't be Like that is so me. <laughs> all right number four anyway i could work with them more hands-on to give them more outside perspective for the community um i'm thinking he's talking about working with high res or on the community side a little yeah, bit I, a little more interaction i think's what he's getting for here to help all of the like community based uh leagues yeah, I like. I'm always happy to hear from from people who want to get more involved in the community and more involved in community initiatives. Um, for people who are just starting out, for people who don't have like a quote unquote in with you know the high risk people, community tournaments are a great way to start. That's a fantastic way to give back um, to your community and give people a space to practice and give get a little get a little taste of of what competitive life is like. Um, well, also, you know, laying the groundwork to to open doors to other opportunities in the future. Sweet. Awesome. Made made so people can read. Right. <laughs> of course. We didn't get Uncle Phoenix's customary guest question, though. Uh, well, oh, that, yeah. that's that's inferred. We're supposed to know that. Yes. So, yes. That question is is when we finally figure out how to do the karaoke episode. Are you in? Oh, I will sing Johnny Cash until the cows come home. <laughs> there we go. We got all the casters. We, go. we got Avi. We got Taco. We're good. Smitten. Smitten's in. Smitten. Uncle Phoenix himself. Uncle Phoenix better damn well be in. After well, he's definitely he's in, in whether he likes it yeah, or not. Yeah, I mean, he's singing. All righty, Guy, over your uh, community questions here from out on social right. media. Man. Well, a lot of them are... More comments and questions, but okay. yeah, it still works. We have Just the, the question codes. I feel like no. the questions were probably yeah. codes. There, I, codes, I, codes. I literally like I was working and I was driving my work truck and there's like two guys sitting by me. Like I posted up there and it starts blink, it starts dinging and dinging, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> so oh, look, people are getting questions. And I look and it's like all says codes, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> to start laughing. <laughs> I'm gonna be real, y'all. Like you know how I generate those unique code phrases for Mixer Chat. I seriously considered generating one that was like a one-time use code for something really cool and like burying <laughs> this podcast as an Easter egg so that people would just have to listen and keep listening and try like all of these random phrases that I said out loud. 
in their game clients. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. I'm not going to tell. Exactly. I'm just going to type every single thing you've said in. (laughs) Just a full transcript. See, see what happens. Baby, everybody better watch this episode. Listen to this episode. There might or there might not be a code in there. If they're if they're watching it, they're taking some heavy shit. It's like, it might be on Thanatos, or it might be a cutesy avatar chest. Who knows? Let's play the game. (laughs) 8,000 gems, you're shitting me. Uh, All right. The first one we got is from the Facebook group, and it's it's from Miko Miko Corpanine. Okay. He says, get yourself back to the top five grandmasters. Back? What does he mean, back? I have no idea. <laughs> have you ever been a grandmaster there? I haven't played a game of ranked in my life. <laughs> no. <Someone>. Listen, man. <laughs> Listen, I don't know who you think I am, but I'm insulted. <laughs> Call me one of those ranked plebs. Get out of here. Yeah, right. Listen, like, I have things to do with my time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, please do. The idea is tantalizing uh, a little bit. All right. Then we got the right. Reddit questions. I'm at like 75% tilt most of the time. What am I going to do if I get into oh, red? Okay. What's oh, going to happen? Trust me, I'm with you. <laughs> That'll go. Just add a zero to the end of that. Like, I'm such a hyper competitive person. I can't, de- I can't deal with that environment. I'll drive myself crazy. <laughs> no. Yeah, the next one we have is from Lan Lanquo. Lanquo. Oh, I I know them. I know them from chat. All right. Hello, friendo. Yeah. Let's hear this question. He's probably said this in chat before. Only white chest today. (laughs) Yes, only white chest ever. That's all you get. That's all you deserve. (laughs) Listen. (sighs) Coach. Next one we have is. I'm a card over here. I don't get to make all the decisions about what I give out and when. That's not up to me. That's up to people who are smarter and know math and get paid more than I do. And that's fine. <laughs> the next one we have is from SC Jenkins. It says, thoughts on Ganesha mirror matches. Trust me on this one. Just ask it. <laughs> Jenkins. Jenkins. Oh, my God. Jenkins just crashed this podcast for you guys. I hope you realize. (laughs) I don't know if you know who Jenkins is. Jenkins is, he's the guy behind Smite Prime. Smite Prime is the largest community tournament organizer for Smite um, in our community right now. I see him active on Mixer a lot. Yeah, yeah. He started streaming for us on Mixer, which is amazing because I love to troll him. Um, but Jithens, he, uh, he streams on Mixer a lot. He does all of our stuff for Smite Prime and he runs like a lot of tournaments every week. Like he sends me a list of all the tournaments that he runs every week and it's insane. Like this dude's a full-time student and he's still doing this. And I don't know how he has the time because I don't have the time to do my actual job. And he sometimes <laughs> like somehow has the time to, to be doing all of this stuff. But Jithens is, uh. He's he's one of my favorite community people, and uh, I we get a kick out of trolling him. Like uh, our stream team Discord right now, everybody has changed their name to some variation of Jithens, <laughs> um, <laughs> because we really enjoy trolling him. Like currently, I'm the real Jithens, and he is Jithens, God of the Odd Number of Gems. 
Um, and then we People had Jiffins. Ask Jiffins me that too. All the damn time. How Jiffins do you have bought. an odd number of gems? <laughs> so mm-hmm. when when we when we pay Jiffins out for community tournaments, the team member of ours who does all of the community tournament payments will always pay him out in an odd number of gems, like one more gem than he's supposed to get, just so that he never has an even number of gems. Like it's impossible for him to ever have. Okay, I actually have this problem right now. I have 250 (laughs) or 267 gems. How the hell did I do this to myself? That would drive me insane. (laughs) It does. I don't understand how it's possible. You know how many times I'm two gems short of what I need? (laughs) Oh my god. Two. (laughs) That happens to me and I work there. There There were so many times where I had one gem less than I needed to roll a chest or to get a skin that I wanted, and I didn't, I couldn't get it because of that one gem, and I I just got so angry. So to to resolve the Jithens question, Jithens and I, back in the day, when I first started at High Res, I was a tournament admin, but I started out doing tournaments for Hand of the Gods. And Jithens was a fellow admin slash professional lurker um, who would hang out, watch the broadcast, help me admin, do all this stuff for Hand of the Gods. And we suffered through a lot of very long, very arduous Hand of the Gods tournaments. And these weren't just any matches either. It would always happen with the Ganesha Mirror matches. So, I don't know how much you guys know about Hand of the Gods mechanics, but Ganesha, mm-hmm. one of his mechanics is that he could raise these pillars that would basically like grant him new, like grant him health and do all this other cool stuff. And so, feasibly, when you got into a Ganesha mirror match, what would invariably happen is that it would just become this standoff of who could raise the most pillars, take up the most map space, and regenerate the fastest. So we'd be like an hour, an hour and a half, two hours into this mirror match, and it's just a constant back and forth of, oh, I have two health. Oh, now I have two extra health. Oh, look at me. I have more health now. Like, it was insane. And we would just sit there and be messaging each other in Discord, like, how is this happening? How is this still going on? Is this purgatory? Is this hell? Are we stuck here? Like, didn't we see this half an snack. hour ago? God damn it. <laughs> Please, God, just make it end. So, that's, that's, we, we commiserate about that quite often because it, no matter how bad something is, it's never as bad as being stuck in a Ganesha mirror match in Hand of the Gods. And that's somehow <laughs> comforting. That's quite comforting for us. So, I see you, Jithans. I appreciate you. And I still blame you for everything. <laughs> Hashtag blame Jithans. All right. Next one we have is from Big FSI. He says, "Are you sure you're not Carrie Byron from Mythbusters with a disguise?" I'm very sure, and I'll tell you why. That girl is an incredible <laughs> artist. Like, yes, I am is. not Carrie Byron, but I wish I had her sculpting talent because I would I would be so much more interesting if I had like just a modicum of her artistic talent. She's amazing. I love her. That's all I aspire to be. That's not what I am, but that is what I aspire to be. My artistic talent stretches all the way to stick figures. 
Yeah, right. It's mine. Have too. you ever seen any of the behind the scenes stuff uh, from Mythbusters where she's using the 3D modeling software with the stylus? Yes. It's it is nuts. She's <laughs> insane. I just like to watch her do what she does. All right. The next one we have is from. Well, you've already answered this question. How is it possible that she is so calm in Mixer chat? All right. Let's go on to the next one here. I drink oh a lot of God. wine, you guys. I'm looking at the question. It's like codes, 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 codes. Oh, God, God bless this community. Don't ever change, you guys. Don't ever change. Yeah. Will there be codes given while listening? Yeah, that's right. She done answered that. You never know. Everything I've said yeah. has been a code so far, chat. You enjoy doing that. You enjoy right. trying to redeem those. <laughs> Have fun. Did I miss a code? I really like Code Girl Avi. You did miss a code. There's one buried in this episode somewhere. Just keep rewinding. You'll find it. <laughs> the code is actually is kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is it for the community questions. Does any of the host have any questions? I do, actually. I, I definitely um, have one. I cause... definitely have questions. All right. Uh, Go ahead and start off, Dan. Okay. Uh, my first question is, I always hear this from streamers, and I don't a hundred percent know exactly the possibility of it, but they are always talking about um, having high-res employees um, kind of stalking through Twitch chats and Mixer chats, and uh, you know, seeing bad like people trolling in games and ruining ranked games. Do you think there's ever going to be a point where there will be uh, people designated to, uh, you know, basically lurking in streams and? Uh, banning and or you know reprimanding players that troll in all their ranked games honestly i don't think so like i i lurk a lot in chat and i think i'm pretty much the only one who spends as much time in any smite themed chat as you know as much as i do but um I don't, I don't think that'll ever be a thing not because it's not something that we need to do you know our streamers have like a lot of issues uh, and there are clearly people who are out there streaming who are not good representatives of the game and they're, you know, abusing the game and abusing their fellow teammates and all this other stuff. Um, but I think our efforts towards targeting people like that are best spent elsewhere. Um, I don't think that'll ever be a thing. I do think, though, that if somebody, like, shows up in your stream who's affiliated with hi and you're being an asshole... You know, there there might be some ramifications because we want to keep our community nice and good and, and friendly and positive. So if you're sitting there and you're being toxic and being just generally terrible to the people around you, if, you know, something gets sent to support about your account, I wouldn't really be surprised. Um, because even when that's, you know, not our job, and I don't think it'll ever be anybody's job, you know, you just, you see that stuff in your past and you're like, oh, well, I want to help make my community better. Maybe let me bring this to the attention of the people who are in charge of making the community better as far as like in-game punitive action goes. Okay, cool. Uh, I was just, you know, I just heard it from a lot of streamers, so I figured I'd give it a shout. Sweet. So my question has to do with more since you've got the uh, Kepri tattoo there. Are you, is it just Kepri or are you like into kind of into or uh, yeah, Egyptian mythology? I think it's mythology in general. Um, 
Actually, when I was in college, um, the senior thesis that I wrote um, for the English department, I did this ebook adaptation of Beowulf, but I mm. went back and I used historical text to sort of remove all the uh, quote unquote like Christian references that had been implemented into that particular oral history when it was written right. down. Um, and I was really interested in exploring what that might have looked like before, um, like when, when it was still in its, you know, pagan stages, when it was still an oral history that hadn't yet been, you know, affected by, you know, the, the Christian movement across the West. Um, so that's what my college thesis was about. And I spent a lot of time, you know, deconstructing, reconstructing what this myth looked like. So I've always been really, really into mythology. That's been, that's been a really big shtick for me. And that's why I got it to sweat in the first place. Um, but, you know, Kepri, like, the, the Egyptian pantheon is, is one of the only ones that I felt, like, you know, genuinely interested in. Like, Greek, Roman, that's cool and all, like, you do you, but that's, that's just not really my, my, uh, shtick. I've enjoyed the Egyptian pantheon, I enjoyed the Norse pantheon specifically, I was so stoked when they finally announced the Celtic pantheon, like, that was a really, really big deal for me. Um, so it's not just Egyptian, uh, but that is definitely one of my favorite ones. And among the Egyptians, Kepri is obviously my, uh, he is my bae. He's my real dad. And, uh, he's fantastic. Yeah, I, I was, when they, when they was, when I was at HRX last year and they're like, oh, by the way, we're also doing the, or, and they announced the Slavic coming out. I, I was jumping over the chairs. Just because there's so many, as far as mythology is concerned, the Slavic pantheon or the Slavic gods and mythological characters are just some of the wackiest things out there. Oh my god, I know. Uh, what's the, uh, I mean, just Kashi the Deathless is throughout all of it and he's just this crazy, unkillable, weird vampire thing. Bobby Yaga flying around. I mean, just so many great characters that could really implement some some fun abilities it's as so far as metal. Like, target designs. <laughs> so metal. I would love to see Baba Yaga though. I would I would really, really love to see that. That'd be great. I, I need to see more gods that came from pimples. That's all I'm saying. That came from what? That came from pimples. pimples. Got came from pimples. Oh yeah. Yes, the acne born gods, the acne pantheon. Yeah, there needs to be an <laughs> acne pantheon. I don't the most think honorable of births, you know. Yeah, I don't think there's many more. There, I gotta think through them. Um, um, maybe if you get into like sub-Saharan Africa, I don't, I don't, I can't think of any others off the top of my head. Uh, but there, I'd have to look. There might oh, be one. That is your task. Find the pimple gods, Yuki. <sighs> Squeeze them out. Pop <laughs> every single one of them into the game. <laughs> gotta Do you know how hard it is to find some of this stuff? It's not like you go to the bookstore. <laughs> well, get researching. All right. Well, hey, I think it is time to start wrapping things on up here as we are past the two-hour mark. So yeah, um, let's go ahead and pass things around here so everybody can uh, give shout-outs on where to find them. Uh, Avery, why don't you go ahead and start things off? How can people get a hold of you and, and so forth? Oh, so you can find me on Twitter at Avrin. You can also search uh, Skillshot Avi or just DM the Smite Pro account. 
Um, I also run that one and I lurk there all the time, but my DMs are open. So if anybody needs me for anything, Twitter is the best way to get in touch. You can also say codes three times into the mirror in a dark bathroom. And she <laughs> yeah, I'll just appear. <laughs> I literally just appear. I'll be mad, but I'll show up. I, I got codes, but you better have wine. Oh yeah, that, that's a fair trade. I'd, I'd, I'd give out some codes for some wine. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, Dan, how about yourself? You can find me on PS4 at DirtXNapXDan, and you can find me on PC at JustDirtNapDan, and you can find me at the official Split Push Podcast Twitter at Split Push Podcast with no A because it was too long of a name. We are just too much for Twitter, so I had to shorten it up too a little Too much bit. to handle. Guy? You can find me on Twitter at GSmitey. You can find me on PlayStation at GuyAJ78. You can find me on Xbox at GuyAllSmitey. And we have a Facebook page. You can find us too, Split Push Podcast. Yuki. You can find me on the Twitterverse at YukiGaming22. On PlayStation 4 at RyuKotsei underscore Yuki. Um, if you don't know how to spell it, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just message me. <laughs> uh, that, message that came to, up recently. How we'll do you spell this? That's a good question. And more importantly, you can also find me riding my brand new water jet at work at 700 inches per minute across the table. Nice. Beagle girl? You can find me on Twitter at beagle underscore girl 27. Or you could hit me up on PlayStation at beagle underscore girl 2780. Send me a message. Let me all right, before I go through my stuff, Guy, uh, what is our community challenge for this upcoming week? Huh? Oh, yeah, I forgot. We have another guest coming up next week. He is the coach for Splice Gaming, Kabam. Ooh, that's so, going to be an interesting one. Let's get your questions in there for Kabam. Yeah, we're For real, y'all should be paying one. attention to Splice. If you're not paying attention to Splice, you're missing out. Yeah, I was really stoked to hear back that he was going to come on next week, so. Yep, definitely excited about that one, so. And then last up, you got a good old Dirt Naps dad here, but before I give out my stuff, I do want to announce that you might now be listening to us on YouTube. So, we got a YouTube channel started, and we will be posting uh, the podcast on there for your listening pleasure as well. It may be a day behind the regular podcast coming out, but you know, I'll work that time. You know, it all depends. It, it takes a while to process that stuff. Not not really a lot of work, just a lot of work for the computer to do and, and all that fun stuff. So otherwise, uh, I'll have that pinned at the top of my Twitter, which I already did since I was thinking I need to do that. I've done it. It's done. It's there. You can You can check it out now. Hit that subscribe button when you're there. Click that little bell for notifications. All that fun stuff. Make sure you give us lots of thumbs up there while you're there, too. It helps us out. And then you can find me here at dirt underscore naps underscore dad at twi on Twitter and also on the PS4. And if you want to watch uh, me be out of position, you can catch me streaming on Twitch periodically throughout the week. And just add an underscore PS4 to the end of my name there. Last off, uh, if you need to find out how to spell Yuki's name, you can email us at community <laughs> at splitpushpodcast.com, and I'll tell you how. So, <laughs> hey, when it comes to dirt naps, you got to give them before you take them. And when all else fails, what do you do? 
Slip push. Slip push.